I don't think the AC is that overwhelmingly loud. And I, I don't know. It's hard to tell because it's check, check. right here. Neil would leave it in. I think he That's would. That's true. Yeah. He I agree. definitely would. <laughs> fucking Elliot Mazer mic'd outside of the barn so he could get the echo I off know. the fucking mountains. <laughs> I love that. So we can leave the AC on, right? Yeah, let's leave the AC <laughs> on. That's the story where he yells, like, more barn. <laughs> right. My- it's my favorite fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Him and, That's such a great wasn't story. Wasn't it him, Crosby, and Stills sitting on a canoe? It was, it was him and Graham Nash. Oh, and Nash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just sitting on yeah. a canoe and, like, listening with one speaker here and one yeah. speaker. With a gigantic stereo. And they, yeah, and they used uh, PA speakers instead of, like, the monitors or whatever. So Yeah, he set up a giant yeah. PA in the house in the barn. And so there was, like, a ton of bleed through, and they were just like, yeah, we love it. <laughs> Those are like some of my favorite songs on the album too. Those ones, the barn ones, kinda, yeah. yeah. All the electric yeah. ones, right? Yeah, the electric ones. Yeah. All right, should I play the theme song? What do you think? Yeah, hold yeah. on. Let me try this out. Why not? Right. I'd fuck the shit out of birds. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the I hit the wrong button. You isolated it. Yeah, let's chew it. This is our Neil Young podcast where we mostly talk out of our ass while going through the works of Mr. Young. It's Mike Shue and the Condon Boys, Trans and Harvest and Illinois. We're gonna sit and listen to each one. It's I've gotten more compliments on the theme song than the actual podcast. <laughs> People just tune in just yeah. for that. Some guy on Reddit, I posted up all the info on Reddit on the Neil Young, some Neil Young discussion group there. And some guy was like, yeah, I, uh, I produce podcasts. And, you know, I was kind of curious about this. And the, the theme song totally wrote me in. I was like, wow. oh, good. Okay. That's, cool. I love That's it. great. Yeah. Gives us a little legitimacy. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. I've been telling people that Neil wrote it. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. We're just waiting another for his... another thing to get sued by. Yeah, I know. We'll just wait for those lawyers to call up. And yeah. Well, you welcome... of, did you hear about the? Go ahead. I was just saying, welcome to Long May You Young. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I was just saying, I was just saying, you know, the intro. Yeah, you know, I'm just telling us, telling everybody what it is in case they haven't figured it out by now. Um, Long May You Young, the only Neil Young podcast that takes on Neil's albums one at a time. Because we have a, a sickness. It's a Neil problem. We do have a yeah. sickness. And, you got uh, that down, by the way, now. What? you you? I, wait, he's I down like, with the sickness? Is no, that no, what no. you're saying? Well, yeah, yeah, that too. But I also feel like, wah! No, I feel like <laughs> Shu has like gone home after each podcast. Well, except for the ones where he was home. And he just, <laughs> like, afterward went to, the, went to the mirror and was just like, long may you young. Yeah. Long may you young. Yeah, I, I really had to. <laughs> long may you. That second, the, the everybody knows this is nowhere. I had I said it like a million times before I, I jumped in on Zoom. Yeah. Like, young, it's young. Long may you young. But it, even that worked against him because then, of course, the computer probably shit. I was just like, welcome to long may you yeah. He fucking slothed out oh, again. God. He slothed out again. It's, uh, and um, <laughs> thank you very much for everybody who's uh, subscribing and, and listening. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we appreciate that. We got reviews now, too. We'll, we can get to those. Do we have some reviews? Yeah, we got reviews. We got, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we have Apple reviews. You want to read them? Do you want to pull them up? Do you want to do it right now? I don't care. I don't know. We what also have think? a voice. I threw out you there. You have a voice message? Yeah. 
Tony Already? or something. It's not no. Tony. Is it Adam Morin? It's not, but the it's guy the guy who hates guitar players. It's directed as only one member of Long May You Young, and he's uh, he's the kind of guy who drinks a nice Chardonnay. Oh, really? Uh oh. <laughs> you want to hear it? Yeah, let's hear it. All right, let's get the voice memos. You can leave a voice memo if you go to. Uh, what do you? What number do you use yours? No, it's it's right it's, on Anchor. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Anchor's there's awesome. A, yeah, there's a button on Anchor. If you listen to us on yeah. Anchor, yeah. You can, it just says voice message. You just press that wow. leave a message. That's yeah. awesome. It's also on iTunes if you listen on iTunes. But this is the only one we got, Russ, man. Yeah, hey, my name's John, and I have this is kind of a comment for, for Russ. I was just wondering Here why the dude... Who one time at a pizza parlor mistaked Dark Side of the Moon yep. by Pink Floyd Dude, for fucking so Neil Young is what? on a goddamn Neil Young podcast. What? So I was just wondering if you could maybe answer that what one a for me. Jackass. Later. Dude, it, we were in a. Later. In Thanks a, for the voice message. We appreciate it. Feel free no, to leave. Fuck, no, that's leave just John. That's no, just you got to interact with the listeners, Russ. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Russ just John. brings up a good point. You, no. How did you mistake Pink Floyd and Neil Young? I don't know, man. I don't know. Because Josh Dolan thought he was, he, he had an inkling he used to be a president. A state like he senator. was a former president. Yeah, or a president. Okay, yeah. okay. That, I, I, you know, yeah. I can see that. But Pink Floyd. It, we were, it was Seriously. like the middle of the song. And how I was high just, were you? I was drunk. Okay. It was, we're, I think this was Russ's first heady <laughs> topper. It was like my first heady oh, really? topper. Yeah. And I was fucking, Did you drink it really fast? Yeah. Yeah, oh, and, okay. yeah dude. Because well, right. this was one of our first shows in Burlington, and it was when you couldn't get those anywhere. Right. And so we just were like, oh, let's just drink a shit ton and of these. And everyone else was like, these are so good. And I was like, I, I want to be cool and think this is good. Yeah. And I didn't like it. But I was like, I'm just, so I'm just going to drink so it fast so I don't really like. Quick. Oh, man. Yeah. And. And, what is uh, it like eleven percent? Probably, yeah. Like it's that. pretty. He- it's th- pretty strong. Well, yeah. I think it's a double. I think the yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't had one in a long time, but I, I used to have friends who would bring me down some. Right. And yeah, also, yeah. it was like low volume, and I just heard, spacey guitars, <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know. Hmm. But but the way John is, he can get so fucking aggressive <laughs> that he just made it that much worse. And then I was just like, whatever. You but got, it, you but guys, it did happen. It, it, happened. it happened. Yeah, I'm not going to deny it. Wow. And, uh, but we I, should just stop I'm ashamed. The I know, right dude. Now. I'm ashamed. To be fair, I'm ashamed. John got so mad because Russ disagreed with him that he didn't he like leave the pizza place and like yeah. sulked away for like two hours. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's we'll still get a voice memo and about he this next still week. like holds on to it, you know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna keep bringing it up. That's fine. You can do yeah, it. I deserve it. Yeah, I'm not. Seriously. I deserve Pink it. Pink Floyd. And Neil Young. We only have one more. I didn't listen to a lot of Pink Floyd, though, so I don't Again, know. Again, that's strike two. I know yeah, it is, but yeah. I I love Pink Floyd now, but I I just, I don't know. I didn't really listen okay. to a lot of Pink Floyd when I was younger. I didn't either. I started getting into them yeah, only I got, a few I years into ago. Later, yeah, I, got, I got way into the Wish You Were Here album. And, and even then, I wasn't, I wasn't as, as insane about Neil as I am now. Oh, yeah. I wasn't like, I, I loved him. But I didn't know, you know what I mean? Like right. all the shit that I know now, and like, I I like go, well, I went into a deep dive, you know, like a few years ago, and this was this was before that. So <laughs> there is. I'm ashamed, though. I'm not gonna lie about you it. Don't I'm have not to be gonna. Ashamed. That's okay. You yeah, it, this is a safe place. Yeah. I feel sick. Can, I feel dirty right. now. You know, we, you know, I feel we accept degraded. you for for who you are. And it's like and I was already feeling really fucking <laughs> shitty because, like, when I listened to the last episode, I was like, me and Luke. I actually think someone said it. I can't remember who said it. 
uh, fuck, I got to remember, but someone was like, you and Luke sound like baby boys, and then Mike Shue's just got this deep fucking, re- he's got like this Mike Shue radio voice, you know, and Something I'm like, I got to learn, I need to find a better like radio voice, yeah, you, you know? know how you get that? You, you drink Jack Daniels constantly and smoke Marlboro Reds nonstop <laughs> oh, Christ. for like 20 years. But yeah, I was like, that. me and Luke yeah. sound like fucking idiots, and Mike Shue, like, even you when, you, even when you're like being idiots. a dumbass, you're still like... Ha ha ha! Oh, thanks. Yeah, I can smooth over my dumbassness with my massive voice. Okay. Yeah, man. Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot, Russ. That's really nice. That's well, awesome. You got to have a massive something. I mean, we can't. I know all you have, got the guns. Have these bad boys, and I get the voice. What do you, what do you got, Luke? Luke's, Luke's got, got, a, the Luke's theme got song. a belly and the theme song. <laughs> He's yeah. got the theme song. This is what I got. Oh God! Why are you doing this? Stop! We've already we already did this. This is a, this oh, is a classic shoe. So, uh, you so need to get boring. used to this about Luke. Gonna he'll take a thing that he knows drives you nuts, and he'll just keep doing it. And then he'll say things that like he doesn't realize that could actually be bad, man. Where he's saying like, "Yeah, Mike Shoe hates fucking." Uh, oh, you bitter about the Clapton thing? You're bitter about well, the Clapton too. thing. Well, that too. He does that shit all the time. But remember how he did that to you with um, with. The, the lady who's saying Robin Lane yes and he was like yeah. Mike Shue hates Robin Lane and he kept saying it and saying it and saying it claiming I said it yeah, but that, so like let's do, we need to find a thing to do that w- with him Good with luck. but he doesn't realize <laughs> that it's like dude stop, don't say that shit like Russ hates Eric Clapton and then of course you I have fucking Adam up. Morin making a goddamn <laughs> Can we not make this an Adam Morin podcast yeah we're not we're, he, cut this out actually <laughs> <laughs> And also, no, you brought to Adam up the for being a thing. listener and stuff. We appreciate it. <laughs> I yes. mean, we to a point we appreciate it. Despite oh, us tearing to... you apart in the last episode, <laughs> thank you for listening. No, I when I was dumping all the old uh, the, after the Gold Rush sound clips, I I may have left a few on, and I may just keep them on for the next few oh, weeks. Don't 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 do that. What Why? Do you do? Why What'd are you, you going to be like that? <laughs> Why are you going to be all fucking Cripple Creek Fairy about it's it? Funny to me. That's and you made a you see a Spotify playlist. That I that didn't fucking see it. asshole no, made no. Oh, the Mike Shue, Neil Young, Spotify was it playlist. Just all the ones you hate. It was nothing but Cripple Creek Ferry <laughs> until the morning comes. It was it was like one after the other for twelve tracks. And you know the worst part is after I made it, I laughed alone for like three whole minutes. I was like, "This is very funny." <laughs> you to guys, me. you guys want to hear these uh, Apple podcasts? Okay, yeah. yeah so this, this, is some this is from the podcast app. Okay, on Apple. Uh, all right. <clears throat> So this the title of this okay this is from Cheeky Chooky. Mm-hmm. Love saying that. Can you say that in a Mike Shoe voice, please? Cheeky Chooky. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> that's, uh, that's sounds sexy. like some kind of Asian Pacific Islander. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of, uh, you know, American Samoan or something. There it like is. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is the title of it is my husband wrote this. It says, "Great job, guys. Can't wait for tonight's the night." Hell yeah. So I would assume that was like, you know. The husband doesn't have a, doesn't know how to comment on a thing on a podcast app. Typical, and, yeah, yeah. What if he doesn't know how to read, and you're mocking him? That's a Could good be. Point. That's awful. Be. Or he has no hands. I think she was saying Russ hates people who don't know how to read. Yep, there it is. <laughs> you hate the illiterate. <laughs> you're so full of hate. Are you gonna get? You're gonna now join in on the Luke thing? Sorry. What the fuck? It's called deflection, Russ. You got to fucking fine. learn I'll it. I'll take it. I, de- I deserve it for my Pink Floyd fuck But I up. do it in a really nice voice. It is, that's true. All right, the next Russ one. Russ hates the illiterate. We're going to need <laughs> Shu to say each of these names. Oh, no. So this one is They Gay Bruce Because They Ain't Us. They what? They Gay Bruce Because They Ain't Us. 
You they, want me to just say yep, that? You got to say that. That's the name of the person who wrote this. They Gabrus because they ain't us. Yep. It says, <laughs> and then it's the title of this one is fucking Neil, man. By the way, the first one was five stars. This one's also five stars. Yeah, don't read anything that's not five stars. Yeah. Any, <laughs> yeah. Or anything bad about me. Yeah. It says, this is the best Neil Young podcast in existence. Only two episodes in and I'm hooked. What if that was John Gabrus? That would be awesome. It might be. John, that's real. Seriously, John, that's awesome. I, I really, don't. It's probably not really John appreciate He's like that, an improv. He's but a, it, it, I think we're the only Neil Young podcast. That's a good point. Yeah, so yeah, we are. I think that's what he's meaning. He's, we, yeah, we definitely he, are. He, we would have heard about it if we weren't. Because um, like, we keep saying it. Yeah. And nobody's like piped in going, nah, I have a, I have a Neil Young podcast. <laughs> Adam Warren. What, nah, I don't want to. Okay. All next, right, let's go. Let's get these reviews out of the way. Relax. We're already on an hour 20 No, we're not. Shut the fuck up. The next one is... Oh, so I just want to say Luke hates your um, your reviews. I just want to put that out there. It's that not Luke hates stick with your you. Also, whatever. I have editing power. Yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> this right. next name is Ford, Ford, and Ford. All right. Ford, Ford, and Ford. There it is. Is that uh, a law firm? The title is Great Podcast. Also five stars. Hilarious, informative, and fun. Ooh. <laughs> Love the Josh Dolan clips. Oh, oh, all right. That's somebody who knows Josh. Yeah. It's got to be a Josh head. You know, all those, those three things. Say those three things again. What did he call it? Hilarious, informative, and fun. Nobody ever said those things about Neil Young. <laughs> That's true. Remember the first episode? <laughs> Hilarious, though. Yeah. Nobody ever said Neil Young was fun <laughs> right. or, sexy. or sexy. Or sexy. Or hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's like that uh, that old Chris Farley sketch the, where he's like, I'm not fun at parties. <laughs> Neil Young, yeah. not fun at parties. <laughs> uh, this one. Oh, I know who this one is. This one's from Lana. You, can you want say, me to say you that? say Lana. Do you want me to say it like that? Yeah, say it like that. Lana. That's my girlfriend's name. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. What's Three, up? What's she, up, Lana? Five stars. What are you doing with a man bun? And uh, yeah. the, once you she, go she, Chinese, she you left three back. hearts. Once you go Chinese, you don't go Isn't back. You, go, you, don't go, you don't go back, but you go hairy back. That's right. right? Man, if you like a hairy back and ass, <laughs> this is jump be, over to the dark side. This is going to be the episode where someone like someone in Neil's camp is like, Neil, you got to listen to this episode. They get really in-depth on your albums, and it's 15 minutes in. <laughs> I'm not going to read the name of the person that wrote this. Is it is it Mike's mom? No. <laughs> Just because we needed to have a review Oh, is it you? <laughs> Did oh, you review our yeah, own? Count. You can't do that. That's like liking your own post. That's like a douche thing to the, do. The, you guys are the greatest. The that Russ guy is so handsome and talented. The title of this one is Wow, with three exclamations, five stars. Jesus. And it says, I mean, for real, wow. These guys have a real feel for Neil. Good Lord. Shush, shush. Informative yet ridiculous. I love it. And then also, I am in the market for a smallish, hairy-backed, half-Chinese man. And I was told this podcast was the spot Damn. for such a thing. That and guns, question mark, with a gun emoji, uh, meaning the arm muscle emoji. This is definitely a real review from a real listener. Hashtag FNM. We are going to get so laid doing this podcast. It's going to be awesome. Those are the reviews. Did we get any Facebook things or anything like that? I don't think so, but we, we can look as we scroll because we should, yeah, st- we we should, should get, get into, get into Harvest. Yeah, let's, let's get into Harvest because this is like the, <laughs> between after the gold rush and then now Harvest, they, we're doing like the one-two punch here. Yeah. And oh, so, yeah. I mean, this is this is just craziness. So, yeah, this is what we do on Long May You Young. We We go through each album obsessively. 
Um, Luke's listened to it 35 times. At I least. May, I may have listened to it around that same amount. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, And yeah. you know what's yeah, funny too. is I – so I'm doing this thing where I'm, I'm not – I've been tempted because we've been doing kind of two-week gaps between recording, but I'm, I'm always tempted, like, I should skip ahead. I'm listening to other shit. I'm listening to, like, Discover Weekly, but I won't listen to other neat, like, I won't skip ahead to the next album. I did, I, we talked about this earlier, I did listen to his new one when it came out, but, yeah. like, it's, like I, I keep wanting should to jump to the next. Should we talk about that here, or do you want to save that? We can, I mean, we can just quickly bit. say I fucking stuff loved about it. it. I liked it a lot. I, I didn't like all of it at first. Yeah. Yeah. Second run, though... I liked it a That's lot. That's what I mean. I and think, I was driving I, the second yeah, time. I think, so I think that may have made a difference because I was yeah. more focused Dude, in Dude, when on I was it, listening, I, I was driving and I, yeah. We're and talking I, about homegrown. The, yeah, homegrown. I think yeah. that the more um, you listen, it, it the better it gets. I've, yeah. I only listened to a couple times. I think we all only listened to a couple I times. I listened t- two and a half times, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I just trying to one-up shoe by a half. No, I, I listened to it almost three times. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk. Well, let's talk about homegrown after we talk about harvest. We'll talk yeah, about if a little we, bit. We can get back to it, yeah. or or we can just save it. I mean, right. I mean, it did come out. He wanted, you know, he put he was going to put that out instead of tonight's the night. So why don't we cover that when we were talking about yeah. tonight's the night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. We'll also, dip into as it a, a good segue, that album came out the same day as our album came out. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. The town meeting album. Yeah, make, make things, things better. better. Same day as Neil The Young's. Homegrown was the, the same. same day. Yeah, same release. Yeah. Did you guys go back in a time machine and release it on that day? Jesus. We don't fuck with time machines. We don't fuck okay. with time machines. But if we did, you better believe we'd go back and put some money on the cubbies. <laughs> we would put some money on the cubbies. And <laughs> One of my favorite things when we first started po- like fucking around with podcasting is... Russ would do these ridiculous characters, and one character he did great was the jacket from Back to the Future 2. Yeah. You've obviously seen I've it. never seen Back to the Future 2. He's fucking Have lying. You? No. Are you serious? I've only seen the first one. Dude, There's no we, way that's oh, true. Between my no, Pink because Floyd I was, fuck I, up. I liked it, but I wasn't like a huge fan of it, so I didn't even, like, when 2 and 3 came out, I was just kind of like, eh, whatever. Dude, Back to the... I can't believe what I'm hearing. You seriously have never seen... You need to definitely watch it. It's you great. You should definitely see Back to the Future 2. I mean, it's... Not, it's not if I watch it accurate and it sucks. Oh, it, and I waste it two might, hours it'll, it might suck now. if you're watching yeah. it now. Yeah, but that's I don't so know. Crazy. It's still a fucking classic. I think it's man. a goddamn okay. classic. All right, I'll anyway, give it a chance, but anyway, there's he, Marty McFly like gets this futuristic jacket. It's not gonna make any sense to him. No, it doesn't, it's stupid, but it's like it's this jacket and like he he gets like wet, right? And then it like. It has this like it's voice. It's a self-drying this, like, jacket. It's like that a self-drying jacket. So when you get wet, it like starts drying itself. Oh, is that like the self-tying sneakers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you okay. have Similar seen thing. Back to the Future. Well, I've only seen those little parts yeah. that everyone yeah. talks about. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that, and but it has its own voice. So it's like he he gets like splashed or whatever, and then like all of a sudden it's like it, it's like jacket drying, and then and then it go, and then like it's like. <laughs> And then it's like your jacket is now dry. <laughs> so we, you should have saved this talk for when we talk about trans. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, on this album, we will be talking about yeah, how right. Neil Young, when he recorded this album, he yeah. used a vocoder the whole time. You got to do the trans episode I wish in you, that voice. I wish you just in that voice. See, it's so fucking good and i hate complimenting Russ. and then every time and then every time mike shoe laughs i can go you're mike shoe it's now laughing it's <laughs> ridiculous you're mike shoe it's now laughed um so, so what does that have to do with harvest yeah Russ. i don't know you brought it up that's a good point no i was 
What? Why? How did we get there? I, don't I, know, I said maybe. you guys. You guys said you released oh, we were the album about, the same yeah, day. Yeah, and you were talking about oh, going we, back in we time. Back right. Gonna go back in time. Yeah. No, I. Uh, to be, if we're gonna talk about going back in time, this this album has Neil's most popular songs. I think Old Man is his. No, we, most well, we were talking song. about Homegrown. That's why I said Homegrown got re- like he released that. Oh, the oh same I thought day. You were, no, see, I, I, got I wasn't talking. About, I thought you were talking about no, 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 tonight. No, no, I was talking about Homegrown. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. that came. Out I know the same you guys planned that. Yeah, okay. we, we did. didn't actually, but yeah, actually, it was supposed to come out in April, it was and, then it come, yeah, and then it got kicked because right. of the pandemic. But uh, it, dude, when it. I went on, I don't know if you saw the the Instagram post I did, but when I went on Spotify, right, the Town Meeting album was right next in my suggested albums that like Spotify suggested to me. It was like Town Meeting's new album, Make Things Better, and then Neil Young's new album, Homegrown. I was like, wow, that's wild. Yeah, we're right next to Neil. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, <laughs> what I was saying about Harvest just now is this is probably – it has his most popular songs, I think. I think Heart of Gold and Old Man are the ones everyone knows. Right. Those are like right. Neil – those are the staples. Yeah, and, Heart of Gold, I believe, was his only number one song. Yeah, I think, I think. so. And this was his only number one album, I think, too, right? Or did Harvest Moon? I think Harvest Moon maybe. Made, made I don't know. Yeah. But either way. This is the album he said that put him in the middle of the road. I saw that quote. I yeah. love that quote. Yeah. And the it, whole quote is great. Like, not just that part, but like the whole thing he says after that is it's awesome. What were you going to say, Luke? No, I was going to say, didn't this one like kind of shot him? Oh, yeah. Like, he had already been mildly successful. Not mildly. I mean, God, he was in fucking Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. But like. He had, he had had success, but this one like kind of well, it took him. It was like his top. level of celebrity, right? It took it, him like beyond his notoriety. Rock fans, right? Yeah. yeah. So rock fans liked Neil Young already for mm-hmm. everything you mentioned: Buffalo Springfield and Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and everything. Yeah. But this is the like this is the album people have who aren't Neil Young fans, yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Because it has Heart of Gold and Old Man on right. it. Right, yeah. And those are the ones they heard on the radio. You know, those are the Neil songs everyone knows. Those, that's right. like, you know, that and then even to this day, that's like Jimmy Fallon doing that with him. You know mm, what I mean? Like, right. Th- those are the songs. That, yeah. That's So this is, this is, it took him beyond his, he was already famous. Right. But now he's famous with people other than rock fans. Yeah. yeah. He's famous with, you know, moms and, Teenage girls and yeah. guys working in an office or whatever. People that may have not at that time been interested and in he, Neil Young. And he wasn't about it. He, oh, no. He, he didn't he, like it at he, all. It yeah. freaked him out. Yeah. I mean, he, think, he think of all the out. albums he came out with after Harvest. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he tried to just. Be like, no. He just tried to push all those new people away. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, you like that? Well, how about this? <laughs> you know, and it's just. I'm not saying they were crap, but I'm just saying that he kind of sad tried to sabotage. Mm-hmm. His newfound fame because yeah. it freaked him out a lot. Yeah, I mean, he was already freaking out about becoming famous. You can hear it in some of these songs. Yeah, yeah. there's a little paranoia here and there and stuff. But yeah, this is this album is like this is like if you want to really make it, mm-hmm. like this is he went to like uh, this is maybe a bad example. He went to Taylor Swift level. So Taylor Swift yeah. was a country artist. Yeah, and now she's way beyond that. Right, she's every everybody can be a Taylor Swift fan. So right. this is like. <clears throat> the one Neil Young record. She's like and, everybody and, and, yeah, has. He became a household name essentially. Yeah, exactly. After this, you know, he's that guy with the weird voice. Yeah, I right? I loved. That's not Dylan. One exactly. of my, one yes. of my favorite things about this record was reading about the whole process of 
when how it got recorded and also even before that like most of these songs he was touring before he even recorded yeah this is the first time we see like a gap every other it's not a huge gap no it's it's not but it's the first time in these first four that it's like like a year you know what i mean well there was a there's a good reason for that because yeah he he left topanga and he just he wanted to get away from everything and i didn't know he left topanga yeah he moved out of topanga canyon oh to the ranch to to the ranch in Redwood. You're talking about the the girl from Boy Meets World, right? <laughs> no. no. Oh yeah, was that her name? <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Was it was Topanga? Topanga. Yeah. Topanga. Yeah. I was thinking it. I just didn't want to say it. <laughs> no, but the the ranch that he moved Stop into. Stop doing that, man. It was <laughs> Back to the Future, and now it's freaking Boy Meets World. Your cut Mike Chu is now laughing. Mike Chu has laughed. Also, Russ Russ has a quote of two. He's got to bring up Mike Chu is now aggravated. He's also got to bring up two Adam Sandler movies before the end of the podcast. I'm sure he's got notes on that somewhere. Right, and I'll do it in that voice too. <laughs> Don't. You got to save like, the voice that's for Tramp. Just like in Click when Henry Winkler <laughs> says. But no. he he so he uh, no okay now I fucking forgot. <laughs> well no the the ranch I he think, left Topanga that's what you were saying and, right he moved out yeah but why was I talking about because that? we were talking Fuck about you, because we were talking about, we were talking about the the gap, the gap between okay so yeah, yeah. yeah he moved so he moved to this huge ranch he bought in yeah. Redwood and he hurt his back like moving stuff around yeah and so he had this serious back injury plus that kind of compounded an already existing problem he had from having polio as a kid. So, oh, like, right. the whole yeah. left side yeah. of his body Holy yeah. shit, yeah. I can't weak. believe we haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, well, this is the first time it kind of, like, kind of I think it really factors into yeah. the actual music. I didn't know about this till I started reading Shaky. I had no idea <clears throat> right, he had yeah. polio. Yeah, and, yeah but, so yeah, yeah. he hurts his back. He already has that pre-existing weakness on his left side. So he has to go to the hospital, doctors. He's on weird medication right. that he didn't like the way it affected him. Um, and so, and then he eventually had to have surgery. So that's why there was that long break, but he was still super busy. Like you said, he was touring and because of his back problems, he couldn't play the electric guitar like he wanted to. Mm -hmm. So he played mostly acoustic. So he did do a lot of acoustic shows and he was going to make an acoustic double album. That was the original plan. Oh yeah. And the only thing left from that was needle and the damage done. That's Dude, the only which, thing. I mean, it, that's you know, he so scrapped awesome, that, He scrapped though. that whole that's plan. That's so cool yeah. that that ends up in this. Yeah. And the way it is, too. Like, right. Oh, we'll get to it, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. One thing, if I can quickly say something. I'll allow it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I actually meant to bring this up for after the gold rush. but um, Well, it's too late, then. You should have brought it up back then. You know there's a rule. We can't mention the previous album. We don't go back. What I meant to say was... Oh, stop. Okay, if you're going to just stop talking like that, you can talk about anything you want. Holy fucking Jesus. You shouldn't let him know that that (laughs) aggravates you because that's only going to... Because it throws Luke, me off. Luke, you need to make <laughs> a, so weird. You need to make a sound clip of it. I already. I'm, to make, I'm already. I literally am writing. Your notes Mike about Chu it. is now laughing, <laughs> and then Mike Chu has laughed. Um, no, so it's like what I discovered with that with after the Gold Rush and with this album was how hard it is for me, like to, because we're doing this podcast, and so I have to like actually like you know really listen. And what I discovered with that one and with this one is how hard it is for me not to sing along, like, when I'm listening. Do you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know if you discovered that at all, but I'm like, oh, like, stop. Shut the fuck up and, like, actually listen. Stop, like, singing along to Yeah, everything. but if, if 
that's kind of a testament to the to the song. That's what I mean. Any like, song, if, if yeah. any song makes you want to sing along, that's that's right. what it's for, right? Yeah, and I and I just like literally couldn't remember the, if I had ever or when the last time it was that I had listened to those albums without like singing every fucking song. You yeah. know what I mean? Which like what you're saying, it's totally a testament to just how good these songs are, right? You know? yeah. and. I think I don't know if I ever finished my thought, but when when I mentioned how often I listened to this over the past few weeks, mm-hmm. I I'm still not sick of it, which is very no. bizarre. Yeah, I can listen to this album over and over again, yeah. and I know that's not well. No, well when we get to say? what we're gonna cut, okay, <laughs> I'll save it till then. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. I know what he's gonna cut. I think you guys I aren't gonna like what I'm gonna cut. I'm yeah. sure. I'm gonna cut Alabama. Really? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm yeah, kidding. right. Shut God, the fuck up. You want to know my I'll tell you my cut right now. No, no let's, let's save it. We've got to stick with our... Right. Let's, yeah, we're right. we're moving a, well here. We're, we're a getting teaser. to the album. Uh, no, but what, I, I, I didn't get sick of it, but also I remember because as a kid, like you were saying, I wasn't huge into Neil Young. I, knew, I knew, knew some of his stuff. I knew Old Man. I knew Heart of Gold, and I didn't really like either of those songs, and they're... I always thought they sounded kind of hokey and kind of commercial, and even this whole album it never really did anything for me. And now, I mean, you didn't like Old Man and Heart of Gold. It's one of my favorite albums. What now. What is wrong with you? Dude? I like. Oh, see, I here it is. Ring the bell, everybody. Right. Look, saying it again. Everybody, drink. everybody drink. It's, it's got to be Luke's one of my favorite. Saying albums. it again. It's a great. It's so fucking good, and it's so. I my my favorite thing about Neil is, and this is the kind of music. This is the kind of band that. I want our band to be because I don't, and I feel like we're like this a little bit where you have one album and it's this genre kind of, mm-hmm. and then the next album comes out and you're kind of hoping for that. And then it's something totally different and he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care what you think yeah. or what a critic writes. Like the, this one is kind of all over the place. He recorded in like four different places. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's talk. Let's, that's a question I want to ask. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> The the story supposedly goes he was on Johnny Cash's show, yep, yep. and he meets Elliot Mazur, who's a producer the in producer, Nashville. Yeah. But he's not like a specifically a Nashville producer because he worked in New York on jazz and blues and stuff like that. Yeah. But he builds a studio in Nashville, and Neil was into that. Did you guys? That was the Quadraphonic, right? Yeah, Quadraphonic yeah. in Nashville. <laughs> Did you guys? read up or listen did you listen to any of the area code 615 area stuff? i no, didn't I listen did, but i, I oh listened to it dude you gotta listen stuff? to that stuff yeah it's like Those, the studio guys right yeah it's nashville yeah. studio guys just playing everything it just shows and, that they can play are, anything are any of the any no, music those on aren't the planet. any of the guys that end up on this right uh kenny buttry Okay, I and, believe, and Tim, because I think the what I, Tim Drummond I, on that too. Well, all, the I thought only, what happened was they couldn't do they. He couldn't get them, so he had to round up guys. Well, then, I, yeah, I think Buttry one of the guys. The only one. Okay, one yeah. of the guys, Ben Keith, I think, ends up having like a, a lifelong relationship with Neil. I'm sure the other, some of the other guys. Do. I think they all. Well, they became the Stray Gators, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They but spent Ben a lot of Keith time with specifically, I, right? He always I, went he, back to Ben Keith. Yeah, because Ben Keith is a hero on yeah on this album. Oh yeah, dude. And I I love Ben Keith and um. When we get to it, um, one of my favorite songs from On the Beach is is a big Ben Keith feature. Yeah, um, and that's amazing. Oh, dude, he's so good. Yeah. Well, the, but, so the, my, my I'm sorry. My question is. Yep. So, you know, he liked that Neil liked that album, the Area Code Six One Five album. Yep. A lot of guys did. It kind of inspired some people to dip into country. And that was recorded at <clears throat> Quadraphonic, right? No, 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 it was recorded in Nashville okay. at a different studio that Elliot Mazer was working at. Right, with. yeah. And um, so why why did Neil 
what what do you think Neil was trying to get out of going to Nashville? Because I'm thinking he did after the gold rush in his basement. He built a studio in his house mm. because he didn't want to be part of that studio factory atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But yet, for the next album, he goes to a place that is exactly that. Nashville is a factory yeah. for recording music. These guys, these session guys, they're so, so good at what they do. They go, like um, Aaron Lewis from Stained, when he did his first country album, he came in and he was telling us <clears throat> that he played the song once. Did you know our, our, our little brother opened for him? Oh, really? Yeah, babe opened for him. It was interesting. Nice. Yeah. Um, but he, he went in there. He said he played the song once through. And the band was like, "Okay, let's let's do a couple of let's do a couple of takes," and they got it. This, so this is huh. like right. this is like the factory. This is where they they only book three hours a time to record like four songs or something like that. Yeah. And well, they do an album in two days. What was happening with Crazy Horse at the time? Were they were he, they? Danny of- Witten was a mess, mm-hmm. so he just didn't want to deal with Crazy Horse at all. So I wonder if that's why. I wonder if he that, was that just probably factored into he was it. Probably it probably. I mean. I, I don't know I, I don't know like there's I don't even know how to word this like sometimes you you have songs because he had been sitting on these songs and sometimes even with people you love making music with or you're close to you don't trust the song with with certain people right no, you, no, you know I, what I'm yeah. saying so I think yeah. maybe he was like, like I, an after the gold rush right yeah so maybe he was like I I want this certain sound and I need someone more polished something more country i don't know like i mean it's a, a very country album do you know what i mean some of it is that's true yeah yeah, yeah i like, guess like yeah. russ was saying earlier this is this is like a, a sampler platter yeah of what neil was into a sampler platter time. yeah you know what i'm saying it was yeah. like the, that country's there that nashville sound is yeah. there and then there's the symphonic stuff, and then there's like the stuff he did in the barn, which was like really yeah. muddy and grungy. What did he do in the barn? Alabama. <clears throat> he did. Uh, yeah, he did Alabama yeah. and words and words. Uh, are you ready for the country? Yeah, words. And then uh, I think it's not on this album, but I think he did. Uh, fuck, I had it. I, I think I know. But he it's it's interesting to me that he wanted so he wanted to get out of that atmosphere, but yeah. Elliot Mazer somehow. He interested him so much that he wanted to get it. Another thing I think it was is because these Nashville guys, they're used to people telling them what they want and them filling those orders. Yeah. Because when someone comes in and they're hired, they're working for a client, you know? So oh, yeah. So it's kind of like – and Neil, that's what Neil has to have. That's what he has with Crazy Horse, right? Yeah. You know, he can yeah. tell those guys what he wants. They can try to play it. And, you know, they'll do it in a crazy, they'll send it through the crazy horse filter and it'll come out, you know, like that, like crazy horse. But with these guys, he told them, you know, he can tell them exactly what he wants and they can like do it. Yeah. They can do it in like minutes. I also think too that like he just was maybe like, you know, he had been on the road for that whole year and he just, yeah, like you're saying, he, he had so many songs and I think. He maybe just got a little bit frustrated by by the just chaos of you know Danny Witten. Right. Yeah, that, I think that's it too because I think 
he wanted to f- get further. Even f- he moved out of Topanga Canyon yeah. to get even further away from that L.A. thing. Right. And I think this is him trying to get further away yeah. from the L.A. thing by going to Nashville, which was like the polar opposite of Los Angeles right. at that time. And he may not have even intended on recording or finding people to play with them. I mean, he w- went just for the Johnny Cash show, I think. Right. And so... Uh, Mazer, is that am I saying yeah, his name LA right? Mazer. He, I think he probably just pitched him hard because didn't Neil say, "Yeah, I want to do it and let's start tonight" or something like like they started recording almost right away. That's yeah. why they had to grab people. So they took quickly. a weekend. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works in Nashville, though. You call up a guitar guy and you say, "Hey, I got a job for you," and he doesn't even ask who is it. He's yeah, like, oh, I'll be there at three. That's my favorite part you know, of this that I read was uh, the the bassist Tim. I don't remember Drummond. His, Tim Drummond. Yeah. Yeah. Drummond. He was just walking down the street and they just were like, "Hey, you're a, you play right? bass." <laughs> And and then he <laughs> that's so that's like a Nashville thing. Oh my totally. god! It's like yeah. you play bass, can you come in here for a couple hours? He's we like, need yeah, to, yeah. yeah, sure. <laughs> that's like that dream we all have. Oh yeah, yeah dude. right. That's exactly some people yeah. dream about hitting that clutch home run in yeah. the yep. bottom of the ninth, and then there's that time where we need a drummer. Yeah, and yeah. there's Russ. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, I've, I've thought I don't about know that any so Coldplay times. songs, but I'll I'll try my best. <laughs> that's also though. That's kind of yeah, how I the mean, music industry works. That's how it went. You know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so he's so yeah, he gets this band. He's there for a weekend. He spent two weekends in Nashville. I, also I, I wrote two... I wrote down a chart, uh-huh. if you will, wow. because I think it's fascinating. So he and did... now it's time for shoes charts. No, you got to say it in the voice. Yeah. Oh, then you yeah. want me to do yeah, that voice? Do the, yeah, Are this, you sure? This is where you need the voice. This is where you're asking yeah. for me yeah. to do the voice. Do All the right. voice. And now it's time for Mike shoes charts. Thank you, computer. So the first it's week, jacket, but fuck okay. you. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry, jacket. Didn't I'd see fuck the, movie. the shit out of birds. Okay. You would fuck the Mike. You would fuck the shit out of birds. Also, locate your reviews. Um. So the first weekend they record "Old Man" and "Heart of Gold." Yeah. The first weekend they did those. The first those weekend. Are both, in those Na- are both. Those yeah. are both with JT and Linda. And Ronda, Ronda, yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, because they were also on. The, the original Cash JT, show. by the way, yeah. James so Taylor. They, they all, so Elliot Mazur invites all everybody that's on the Johnny Cash show back to his house to have a party. Yeah, I think and that's, that's where he talks Neil up. Yeah, I think that's kind of like you guys were saying. I think that's also a part of why this album is. It's, it's just Neil going with the flow. You know, I, I think he, like, Neil just does what he's, like, wh- what, where, what where he the, feels. Yeah, what the like, fu- this, where this, the wind blows. You I know feel what I mean? this could like, be pretty good. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes things are, are intentional, and other times it's more just like, yeah, this kind of just fucking happened, you right. know? Like like the whole, like, the, the Jack Nietzsche stuff on this, it's like, because he did that BBC thing, and that's why those songs happened with the London Symphony Orchestra, because he had done a thing, and then it would just right. was well, like, yeah, well, let's we might see as well. They, let's see where they land on the timeline, on the chart. Okay, yeah. so, so let's hear first weekend, Back to the charts. Heart of Cold and Old Man. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes to London mm-hmm. and does the old Grey Whistle test and does uh, an acoustic gig yep. and then records with the London Symphony Orchestra. Yep. In London. In London. And then about a month later goes back to Nashville for another weekend, just a weekend. And that's where they do Harvest and... Out on the weekend, probably. Out on the weekend. And yeah. they do another song. I didn't write it down here, but apparently they all said that's definitely not... <laughs> worth putting on the album yeah so um but then and then he goes to california right and so but this is the big gap in time oh yeah yeah, yeah. so his back problems and this is another contributing factor to harvest what we mentioned earlier journey through the past journey, journey through, through the, the past, past yeah. yeah 
and this is his back problems it he couldn't play the electric guitar the way he wanted to yeah so this is kind of a contributing factor to harvest the acoustic sound you know the country stuff but by the time he goes they go to california after his back surgery and after he recuperates for a couple of weeks he's strong enough to put on that crazy white gretch you guys were talking about a couple episodes ago <laughs> or was that last episode i think so yeah and um and that's where they do the barn stuff and they're in the barn for two weeks yeah you know and they got and that, and that had and been Ashburn. after he hadn't been able to play for a while right right yeah so that's yeah. you can feel it i feel like you can feel it in yeah songs, yeah he man. was he yeah. was itching to get the electric it. guitar back it. on but it was just two from the barn sessions that made it on the album right Wor- uh, words and words alabama and, uh, Alabama. Oh, and, and maybe uh, ready for the country. Are you ready for the country? Yeah. 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 And then it's an interesting way he recorded in Nashville because Quadraphonic, I don't know if you guys read this, it's just a big Victorian house. Mm-hmm. And so the front porch they made into the control room. And then there's two large rooms, a dining room and a living room that right. they made into the two main rooms with sliding glass doors in between. And Neil said he wanted to be close to the drummer. And so Elliot Mazer's like, well... I don't know how I'm going to do that and have the rest of the band in the separate studio. So he opened up the sliding glass doors and he had uh, Kenny Buttry in one room. He had had him in the room. I think it was the dining room. There was no soundproofing, no padding on the walls. It was all wood. And then he had the rest of the band in the soundproofed room that was the living room. And Neil stood in the doorway. And that's how they recorded those songs <laughs> because he wanted, he wanted the drums and he was very specific about the drums. He was, he gave Buttry a lot of direction, you know, and in huh. fact on harvest, I was going to bring this up when we talk about the song, but he made him sit on, I believe his, his right hand. Huh? What? So he only, he made him play with one arm. Was he a, was he a lefty? Uh, I'm not sure. Dude, I feel but like he made him sit. Because... He he took an arm away from his drummer. Why? Because he's Neil fucking Young. <laughs> there it is. That's why this guy's Neil, like man. one of the greatest drummers in the world, right? There it is. He's like, I want you to play with one arm. See, I think part of that is, dude. Like, I think, you know, it was just tough for him because he. I feel like he couldn't really do Crazy Horse because of how Danny was just falling apart. Right. Yeah. They but were a he mess. really probably missed Ralph and Billy because, like. Ralph just like knows how to play with Neil. Yeah, he just fucking knows. He, he knows, knows how, how to lock keep the in. Rhythm. Yeah, he yeah. plays. He he knows how to to keep that pocket so that Neil can do what Neil does. And like, I just think that he was probably so like OCD about this new drummer because like he was just wanting Ralph because Ralph knows him. Right. And so yeah, this guy might be one of the best drummers, the session musician guy. But like he's not Ralph. He doesn't. He hasn't figured out right. Neil yet. You know what right. I mean. So I think he probably has to be extra, like, you know, particular because he's he's trying to get him to understand. Like, you gotta just lock in here with me, or and you know yet, what I mean. This drummer, Kenny Buttry, he really defined that Neil Young drum sound. That particular. That I don't know how you would just. You're a drummer. I don't know how you would describe mm-hmm. the sound on Old Man. And uh, Heart of Gold, it's it's like it's not quite a country beat. It's just kind of it's, it's yeah, like sort of that shuffly sort yeah, of yeah. It's thing. like a shuffle, right? Yeah. I mean, Levon Helm 
Levon Helms is like the, the he he king. had a hand in, yeah. in creating that kind of totally. sound too. But oh yeah. But if you listen to like Tom Petty, like if you listen to like you don't know how it feels, yeah. that's that's like that's lifted right off a of harvest. Oh, you mean the only good Tom Petty song? Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, Luke hates what Tom good? Petty too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm finished. <laughs> No, fuck you. Fuck you. So how do you feel fuck about Tom Petty? Fuck Tom, you Petty. Petty. fuck Tom Petty. Fuck Tom Petty. Fuck Tom Petty suing everyone who sounds even a little bit like him. Well, how that's, about, that's pretty uh, funny because then Dylan and Neil Young should be suing his fucking whole establishment. Exactly. I know. And also how and how about the Petty family now suing the that Trump? That was great. The that Trump, was I like that. <laughs> oh, right? That's yeah. cool. I, I mean, know. they make a good point, though. I mean, come on. That's I don't know where like the politicians. Neil sued him, too, yeah. though. Doesn't. Don't don't aren't these people usually lawyers? Or aren't they surrounded by lawyers? Yeah. And don't they know you have to like license yeah, stuff? Yeah, but it's fucking. We're, you're talking about the the big well, we doofus ta- in charge. We but. shouldn't we shouldn't talk. We're kind of doing the same thing. That's a very good point. Yeah, that so is true. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, no, yeah, and I, we're it's just, just fine. I will. Okay, I don't want to put the wrong idea out there. This is where you guys should have jumped yeah, on me for saying I hate Petty, even though I basically just said fuck Tom Petty. No, and you, I know. Yeah, and by the way, Chris Letard, I know you're listening, and you're gonna. Fucking text me at one a.m. about this. I'm I also sorry, want I'm to make sure guy. everyone knows that Mike Shu did like take his headphones off. I was off. ready to just ready to stare That's angrily. That you Tom Petty. I like I like Lukey. three Tom Petty songs. He's a national treasure. We used to cover. <laughs> he is. I agree. I love Tom. Cover. Yeah, Tom Petty you're not gonna you, get. You don't know how it feels. Get, as even a, the losers is the greatest Tom Petty song ever. I don't even know that. Fuck song. you. <laughs> you don't know how it feels is great. Uh, American Girl is great, and I won't back down. Is fine. That's okay. But like, no, I agree. That's okay. Free falling. I won't back down. Okay. Oh man, let's, let's stop. Just stop because you're making me angry. In between Russ's computer voice <laughs> and you hating Tom Petty, I can't concentrate on anything. Honestly, I don't even really hate him that much. I just once I saw your eyes, I'm like, I gotta play this oh, up a little. Fucking bit. asshole. This has been Mike Shoes charts. Back to the podcast. Uh, yeah, we should do that every day. Do a chart. I, <laughs> this is my pie chart. Do we? Do we want to just start dipping into songs yeah. and keep the conversation yeah, going? Yeah, let's get into can it. we? Before we do that, I might pee. Here we go with classic fucking pee break. Well, do you go want ahead. you guys drink? I mean, you guys are you guys are pro drinkers. I got to give you that. We do drink a little. You bit. are musicians, though. That's so, true. Yeah, that's true. Know. All right, no, are we can we... keep it rolling, or can you just pause it? Yeah, I'll come back. Let's, let's just pause. All right, it's I'll fine. pause you can it. Edit, yeah. right? All right, you know what? We're back. And we're back. (laughs) All right, forget that. It's not on that version. How about just the intro? God damn it. (laughs) Out on the weekend. Great fucking song. There's a part in it that Russ has been looking up for the past 15 no, minutes. I found it. It's just not on the fucking YouTube version that you pulled for your dumb soundboard. You sure it wasn't something from Dark Side of the Moon? <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. All right. Fuck you. Fuck you, Mike Chu. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Mike Chu. We took a pee break, and we're back, and now uh, we're going to get into some songs. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. It's a cool noise. I no, wish... t- talk about the noise. I'll find it, and I'll put it in here, Russ, man. Yeah, I mean, you just have to. I... 
But it doesn't matter. I don't know. It's just like this weird. It's this airy, like blowy. So I like. I I think it must be him, like going for the harmonica or something. But just like hearing it every time, it's just like this cool. I feel like I know exactly what you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, it's like this like little gust of like. It almost feels like a mistake that a producer would say, yeah. "Oh, let's cut that." And Neil, and Neil was probably, was probably like, like, "Leave." I that actually in. like that or whatever, yeah. and I love it. Yeah, because they're recording live. Yeah, which yeah. is amazing to me. How how just clear and just tight it sounds oh yeah it's so opposite of crazy horse live yeah yeah you know yeah. because we're dealing with these session guys that are just you know can turn around on a dime and but i think like what i read during the sessions is that uh elliot mazer was worried about stuff bleeding through and Neil was just like, "No, that's good." And yeah, just kind of leave it in. It kind of like I like it. Yeah. it. Gave it that. It gave it that harvest sound. That warm. Yeah. You know, even his vocals, everything about it is just warm. Yeah. There's a warmth. I love this song. We yeah. cover this song. Yeah. This quite is a bit. Yeah. One of my favorite songs to cover, and this is one of my favorite songs. I was a big mixtape, mix CD guy, in my youth, and I, this is the perfect intro song to a mix. It's just it's the perfect first song on an album. The whole like concept of like a happy sad song. Mm-hmm. This is fucking perfect. Well, yeah, it's like let's talk about what he's singing about here. Yeah. He's kind of singing about doing the opposite of what he's doing at the time. Now, I don't know if he wrote this during that time where he was like laid up in the hospital and he had all this time. That's why he had all these songs mm-hmm. because he had all this downtime. Uh but he's talking about like packing it up and moving to LA. Mhm. Where at this time he's trying to get as far away from L.A. as possible, like he's he's like I just got dumped. I'm gonna go to L.A. and I'm gonna move there and I'm gonna go out and party and you know, yeah, trying to make something happen. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just kind of a weird way to start it, start the album like lyrically a weird way to start the album when the exact opposite is happening. Yeah, maybe he wrote like pieces of it. You know, at different times, and kind of just smashed it all together. I'm sure he did, but the, lyrically, this is a. I fucking love this song. The whole, like, even the chorus, like where, he, the line, he, he he can't relate to joy. It's, and you know what? That line to me, that's a running theme through a lot of this album. Oh, yeah. yeah, like yeah. he doesn't trust like happiness, or he doesn't trust success. Which I think there's a lot of the latter in there. Yeah. But it's like it feels like a lot of the lyrics deal with like I can't relate to happiness or I can't make you happy because I don't know how to be happy. Mm-hmm. And know? it's this constant running away from and running towards something that he can't really define himself. I feel like like yeah. this whole the whole idea of I think I'll pack it in like just trying to leave he. I don't know. I I agree. It's this theme that kind of runs throughout, and he can't really define what it is, but it doesn't... What he's leaving didn't make him happy, but what he's running to, he almost knows it's not going to make him happy, but he has to go there anyway. Right. And he's... You know, think of that this time he's freshly divorced from his first marriage. Yeah. He's gotten involved with Carrie Snodgrass, this actress. Beautiful actress. Yeah. Horrible name. I know. Yeah, Snodgrass. (laughs) Right. I I hope that's her real name, and an agent didn't make her change her name. Dude, it sounds yeah, like a that. like a like a teacher or sorry a professor in like a children's like a Harry Potter or something that would be like the, one of the ones that like all the kids hate. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's like it sounds like a, it, it sounds like a perennial of some sort. <laughs> you know, it's like right. how are those snodgrass bulbs. <laughs> yeah. this year, 
I did read some fascinating stuff about Carrie Snodgrass, who I only knew, and I've never even seen The Fury, but I know she was in The Fury. Okay. But she was apparently, Stallone wanted her to play Adrian. Huh. Oh, my God. Isn't that weird? I did not yeah. know that. And he Because wow. wa- he wanted a very Irish-looking woman to play Adrian, and he wanted Harvey Keitel to play her little brother. Polly? Fuck. Yeah, was I don't know if Harvey. I don't know. Oh. I love Harvey Keitel. But I do too, but I don't know if he could have done Polly. No, he couldn't have thrown a turkey out the window. No, he, like couldn't Polly <laughs> he couldn't have done Polly. You want the bird? Go get, get the, the bird. bird. But that, you know, when they, like, it's weird. You know, we'll talk. Let's talk about more how they met when we do A Man Needs a Maid. Yeah. Because they, he, ta- he actually talks about that. But she brought a whole new element to his life. She had, like, these weird this weird group of friends that she hung out with. She had a, like a, a, a mother with severe mental problems. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. And, and that was kind of factored into the album too. Okay. A little bit. I don't but ha- yeah, I, I don't have much more to say about the song. I just really love it. Well, so. this is a great intro to Ben Keith, who is, as I said earlier, the hero on this album. Yeah. This album would not be as great as it is it, it, the, without the, Ben the, Keith. A lot of the moments in this album that I, love are his moments yeah those like we should say that he was the like electric slide yeah the pedal steel he played the pedal steel um and yeah though some although i I think jack nietzsche he's credited for some steel we'll talk well no he's slide guitar but we'll talk about that a little bit because there's a good story with that okay yeah let's get to that when we get there but yeah i agree i think i i think that's a, a good way of saying it and i i I would probably second that. I, I really love the Ben Keith moments in this album, and I think he he adds an element to it that it without him there it wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be wouldn't harvest. Be, it wouldn't be harvest. And you know what? It's like when I listen to it, and when I've listened to it over and over again, especially these past couple of weeks, is it's almost like it's another vocalist to me. Mm. Yeah, you know, because yeah. the the pedal steel has what I like to call that high lonesome sound. That you know that it just echoes through the prairie or whatever. And it's, it's sad. It's like, you know, you can't play a sad note on a banjo. You can't play a happy note. Well, I shouldn't say that, you know, there, there, no, that's not true. But the way he plays it, there's a sadness to it on all these songs. And it just yeah. complements the song perfectly because of what the lyrics are. But it's almost like there's another vocalist in there singing along with oh, Neil yeah. or singing yeah, back up yeah. well, with Neil. And that's just, especially in this one, because he doesn't play it like traditional pedal steel in this particular song. Well, I noticed this on After the Gold Rush, too. I feel like Neil is good at and finding people that are good at doing instrumental parts of his songs that are just as good as the vocal parts and just as memorable. So, like, the harp on this... on on uh, out on the weekend, the harmonica, it's you remember it. It sticks out. It's almost got its own melody line that he sticks with. And the same thing for some of the songs after off off of after the gold rush. Like he's 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 puts instruments in place of where vocals could or should be, and they work better than the vocals do themselves. They carry themselves so strongly. I think. Yeah, I they're know. able to convey. Yeah. Whatever message is in the song. Oh yeah. You know, whether it's the harmonica or the pedal steel or the drums. Is this know? the first time he's had pedal steel on one of his records? Uh, uh, that's a good he, question. Did I, he have some on um, I think it After might the be, Gold Rush? I don't think he did. Did he ha- No, he had some on Oh Lonesome Me, didn't he? I don't know if did he, he did. I think it was super, that one was super stripped down. It was like yeah. that like kind of, I think he had electric on it and harp for sure, but that was it. 
Okay. I don't know if that's I'm but yeah, ben, out of my ass. No, I just I just I just want to break to give Ben Keith all the credit he deserves on this album. And because we'll, throughout this album, he kind of like I imagine it without him and how sparse and and all the big just openings there are in the music and that he just fills those. Oh yeah. And he doesn't like fill them with overplaying. No, no, he, he's not know. an overplayer. Like he, he just fits so well. Everything he adds, it's, uh, it, it, I don't know. It, it's just like, it, it's an accompany accompaniment that is just like flawless to me. Yeah. In my well, that's, opinion, that's the kind of player he is. And that the yeah. kind of players that this band are because, that's their job. Right. Like they got to, they're not out there playing for fun. They got to play for the song. Right. Yeah. You know, the producer is saying, okay, this is what the song should sound like. You guys have to play it this way. Mm-hmm. And that's their, that's their livelihood. They do it every day, you know, however long every day. Right. And so I think that's one of the great skills, even though these guys are like opposite of what we think of Neil who likes it rough and of the moment. There you go. Take okay, isolate, stop it. Isolate I, that. Come on. It's about Neil. That's gross. Um, <laughs> Neil Neil Young is not sexy. We learned that. <laughs> right the off the bat, we learned that. Yeah. First step. But it's like these guys, you know, that's yeah. part of their talent is that they play yeah. to whatever the song needs. Yeah, right? they play up what's on, on paper. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. They, and they, I'm, not, I'm not confining them to that, obviously, but, like, that's – they're good at that. I wish – I wish I could do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, like, that's No, that's just as much a talent as being able to do a sick fill or, yeah. you know, or whatever. But it's, it's um, you know, if you listen to the uh, Area Code 615 album, that's when they get to let loose. I got to check this out. You guys, yeah, guys got to listen to it, man. I, yeah, I would love to. They play like 200 different styles of music. Oh, nice. On that album. That's and it's, cool. And that's just, it's like every song has like 10 different parts to it. And is stuff. this the... Is it the same people that became the Stray Gators? No. Okay. No, just uh, just the drummer, Kenny okay. Buttry, made it onto Harvest. I like it in this so- in this song how I I just really like the way it uh, like like the down 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 yeah down and then the see the lonely boy and the way the timing is dot and then it I don't know yeah. the timing of it, coo- it the way they go into that it's like chorus part is yeah it's cool. It's just like slightly like not what you think it should be, and yeah. but it fits really well. In this, and yeah. I think that's probably one of those moments where Neil's like, "I need you to fucking, you know what yeah, I mean? I want you oh, to yeah. do this. Yeah, with one, I want you to put it in your asshole and see if you can hit the snare. You know, I know you're a drummer, but I want you to play the Mellotron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll see what I can do. No, I I agree that the steel is so. Until you said that, I don't even know if I noticed how important it was to this song but the steel and the heart play so well together and just really bring out kind of the sadness of this fairly not up-tempo but like i love a, a song like that where you it's musically it almost sounds like it should be happy until you really start sinking into it and it's like there's a underlying sadness to this that yeah carries it yeah want to yeah. go let's move on to harvest yeah yes this, the, so this um Again, I, I always love the the choices Neil makes for like the titles, and I think that this uh, definitely, um, like I think it's 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 very intentional. I, I think like the the theme of like um, sowing and reaping, and like what you were talking about, Mike, with like um, not being able to find joy. How we referenced in in. Um, 
out on the weekend and like him just feeling that disconnect, especially mm-hmm. in regards to like women. Um, I think that like the, the theme here of like harvest of this, like this uh, farming sort of um, approach to just, just who Neil is in- anyway. But like, I feel like you really start to, to, to see that even more in this album of that, like, um, that's his, that's his safety. That's his coping mechanism. I feel like is is like the earth is like working with his working with your hands and like just like the the appreciation and like the love that Neil has for that that type of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I think that that element sows into into his lyrics and like his just. Like, it it you you see it all the time. I feel like in his music that, like the way he he connects the dots between like farming and like the way that the cycles of the earth and weather and like um, just the connections he makes between like that and relationships. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. and and feeling lonely and getting away from the city and like going to the country and like just trying to blend all these elements. I think he he's so connected with like with that sort of thing, and I think the the this being the title track um is is intentional i i kind of see it as i see it also as like a th- for re- like his how he deals with relationships yep that he only like he says in that line you what is it you give me all that you can will give, you give me more than, than I, I can, can take? take. Well, yeah. I see you but give more than I can take. Yeah. Will I only, only harvest, harvest some? some? Yeah, that's what I'm right. referring and to. And so yeah. that's like... As the not, days fly past, will we lose our grasp or fuse it in the sun? So this is him, like, with his relationships, mm. only letting you in so much. How about... You know? And we'll get to it, but how about the give a love line? Right. You know what I mean? In the yeah. next song. Yeah, and that's this, this is, is part song, of that right? underlying sadness where he doesn't trust either like himself to fully involve himself with someone to be in love with someone or to right. open up to someone. Lukey's getting drunk, by the way. I can no, see I'm it not. I because I in his bones. Uh-oh. I don't want to say this next thing that I'm going to say. Okay, go ahead and say it. You know when you get you drunk. listen to a song and you get something in your head. And then you can't get it out. And then the way you listen to something a hundred times, you can never listen to it that same way again. <laughs> Did I ruin something for you again? No, I ruined it for myself because oh. my mind is fucking dirty and gross. <laughs> is this song about cum? No, what? no, no. When he sings, I, I, oh, <laughs> to fill you up. The, 12, the yeah. 12-year-old inside of me was like, yeah. I the 12-year-old inside of you? I can feel, yes, there's a 12-year-old inside of me. <laughs> when he's saying, yeah, that, that line, let me fill your cup with the promise of a man, my right. fucking childish brain was like, he's talking about cum. <laughs> and I couldn't get it out of oh my, my head. God. And then I read that Neil said that he thinks this is one of his best songs he's ever written. About cum. <laughs> and, but I can't. Literally... 34 out of the 35 times I drove around listening to this song, every time I got to that line, I was like, we know what he means. No, I I thought of it too, man. So you're not alone. I thought this is like a blues man boast. You know, like I eat more chicken than any man I've ever seen means like I can eat pussy better than anybody else. (laughs) 
And so, can yeah, I, I can fill your cup with the promise of a man. Can I give you more than I can take? It's just, well, I think this whole album—not this, this whole, whole album—is album, about cum. Yes, but no, I, I think, yeah, harvest. Yeah, right? harvest some cum. Dude. He's <laughs> sowing seeds. He's, he's talking then, about milking dicks, and right? Getting cum. And, that's right. You know. Yeah. Okay, Just—I knew I shouldn't have brought it a up. A man needs the a milkmaid. Ne- you know? Needle and the damage done is not about a heroin needle. <laughs> it's about his penis. injecting the sperm into the, o- yeah, yeah. into the ovum. All right. Okay. Now Sorry. that we've totally ruined this album for oh, all 12 of the people listening right Sorry. now. Sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't have brought it up. Anyway. Well, this is where Carrie Snodgrass's mother comes into play. On Harvest? Y- yeah. Um, the whole beginning of the song where he says, uh, I saw you in a young girl's town. What was, what's the lyric? I saw you in so a young see girl's you down in, in a, a young in girl's a young town. Girl's town with your mother in so much pain. Right. Huh. So I was apparently, almost there at the top of the stairs with her screaming in the rain. Right. So she would have these episodes where she would just lose it and say she was going to kill herself. Yeah. And she did it a lot. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And it was it was and she was one of the people that kind of moved she, when she moved in with Neil. Carrie Snodgrass's mother came as well as all the her her friends and stuff. And oh, so shit. this is something that he probably dealt with, right. you know, and that's what that line, you know, um, what's the change in plan line? Did she wake you up to tell you that it was only a change of plan? Like, okay, I'm not going to kill myself. You know, this is just. Yeah. Holy shit. And, and, so that's what I mean. I think there's this sowing reaping again, I think mm-hmm. like, and then, you know, you, you take th- this song where like you're talking about this woman who's going through this fucking crazy shit. Right. Yeah. And like. He's saying, like, did she, so yeah, did she wake you up to tell you that it was only a change of plan? Dream up, dream up, let me fill your cup with the promise of a man. I think, like, he's, stop it, Luke. Even, he's sort of just, saying, even in the context that you just described, which I'm like really feeling, like the deep, the depth and the darkness of that, and I still can't not giggle. I'm sorry. Your Mike Chu is now laughing. Stop. Your doing Mike Chu has laughed. He hasn't even seen Back to the Future too. Yeah, stop. It's 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 that voice does it, it I can feel it in the back of my head when you talk like that. I already know it's too. Crazy. Like we're oh, man. pouring this our hearts out about take so long. We're pouring our hearts out about Neil Young and all the voice memos next week are gonna be like, I can't believe Shu hasn't seen Back to the Future. I know, right? That's or all like I be. can't believe Luke Cage Tom Bay. I know. Or, <laughs> wait, Russ really fucked up Pink Floyd. <laughs> also, why is this the voice? I don't know, yeah. This that's our usually, hey, what the fuck's yeah. it usually is. Yeah, hey, how you boys fucking doing? I'm hey. so excited to be on the cast hey, today. I going, just Jimmy? wanna say my brother's a drug smuggler and I fucking love him. Wait, what? I don't know. Are just, you making a backstory for this character? Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, my mother? And that's what Harvest is about. It's yeah. about that guy <laughs> who saw that fucking fish, and he was like, like, we hey, got to call the aquarium or something. Yeah, he's like, hey, Bro. baby, let me fill your cup up with my fucking cum, you know? my I was burgling the other day in my fucking I can't believe you, this is reduced. This beautiful song sorry. has yeah, been reduced to I'm fucking sorry. You like this song, Shu? You a fucking it? money shot. <laughs> Do you like this song? You dig it? I love this song. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Love it. Luke it's doesn't. A, it's a beautiful tune fucking, because he's Luke's afraid, a, I don't, Luke, Luke's afraid Luke's of semen. Luke's so red right now. He's afraid. What? He's afraid of semen. And not I sailors. I have five children. you damn right I'm afraid <laughs> of semen. Um, no, I don't, dis- I don't dislike any song on this record. I, this isn't my favorite song. I'll, I'll say it. It, okay. doesn't, it doesn't move me like the other ones do. And not even because 
I get giggly when he says fill your cup. But I just even I think that's the reason. <laughs> that's maybe a small part of the reason. That's a small part of the cup, but it's not the whole cup. No, it just, it doesn't uh something about the doom doom dang it just it's a little too Woody's Roundup for me. I don't know. A little I know too that, like what? traditional country. What yeah, you like you walt- in episode a one. <laughs> With the Emperor of Wyoming. Is it a little too country time lemonade for you, Luke? <laughs> it's a little bit, but not in that same way. And now hearing this about, I didn't know any of that, so I'll probably hear it differently now. About Woody's the... roundup of cum? <laughs> oh, enough with all the cum. <laughs> You're, he keeps bringing it up. Get a towel already. <laughs> Get a self-drying jacket already. Uh, no, I, I don't dislike it. It's just not my favorite song on the record. Okay, all right. But now I might listen to it again knowing this. Like that's some intense shit. Like, yeah, I also just really love that line that you had wanted to talk about in the beginning of like, will I, uh, will I see you give more than I can take? Will I but, only harvest some? As the days fly past, will we lose our grasp or fuse it in the sun? I feel like that's just such a great, like, I don't know, a, a commentary on relationships, right? And, and especially with like, you know, those dynamics of like, oh, is this person gonna? You know, how are they going to be with everything they're going on, that's going on in their life? Right. And, like, you know, how, how am I going to handle that? And, and can I, like... Feel, and and can, can I, I handle it? Yeah. And can, right. And will I, yeah, am it, I going to take this right. chance? Mm-hmm. I think that's what he's saying is, like, yeah. he's afraid to take to get any deeper. But he's yeah. also, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't even talk about it because Luke's just going to be like, oh, I'm <laughs> semen. Luke's just going to turn into a little anime Japanese girl, just like, you know. All right, well, then let's move on. Fuck you guys. To A Man Needs a Maid. Um, and this is the uh, the first of the two Jack Nietzsche epics, the cinematic Yeah, man, these are totally cinematic. Yeah, That's this how is, you put it for yeah. sure. And you know why that is? Because Jack Nietzsche, like, wrote soundtracks. Really? Yeah, so that's why they have that feel. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I fucking love this song. I really like this song and I I'm wondering I'm like is this one of the ones she's going to No, dump? no. I um I actually really like this this, this song's song, heartbreaking. This song man. fascinates me. Yeah. And at first it's I was totally like at first I was like this is probably something he wrote after he got divorced from his first wife and it was like I just want a girl around. You know, I don't want to get involved. I just want her to cook and clean for me and stuff like that. And then when this album came out, a lot of people thought that's what it was. And so they started calling Neil Young like a chauvinist, a male chauvinist. And, I can see how that know, could be interpreted, but that's not how no, I see you, this. No, if yeah. you listen to it and listen to the lyrics, to me, it's like yeah. he wants that, but he's not able to do that. And that's something else he's afraid of. Well, I think it also, too, with going back to the last song, it's like he's saying like, you know, it seems like this, this with everything that's going on in this woman's life, she is, it's like she really wants me in her life right now with everything that's going on. And, and it's that, like, th- that promise of a man. And then this song, we're talking about, like, a man needing a woman, a, a mate, you know, like right. a woman. There, it's Like just a basic, man not being complete exactly, in his world. Yeah. And a it's man just isn't complete without saying, a woman or the love of a woman. I think he's just commenting on the fact that, like, you know, we all need each other in these different ways. And and so to go to the, one of my favorite lines in this, in this uh, particular song, to give a love, you've got to live a love. And to live a love, you've got to be part of. And then it just goes, when will I see you again? But, like, that line in particular, to give a love, uh, you've got to live a love. And then um, to live a love, you've got to be part of. But I think that's exactly what I'm 
trying to say here about like you know the in in his case you know the relationship between men and women and 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 relationships and and like just that back and forth and that give and take and and like i said that reap and sow that harvest that you know um i i feel like that's a a big part of what he's saying here and and it's not just like oh i need someone to fucking clean up after me right. it's 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 like saying like i'm hopeless without like this energy you know this feminine right. energy and 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 uh and then like when he talks about like this line fucks me up too is like uh and and this is is so stupid but like uh so the line a while ago somewhere i don't know when i was watching a movie with a friend i fell in love with the actress she was playing a part that i could understand um that just reminded me of like when i was like a little kid and i was watching like the ori- like um not the original the uh the the Star Wars from like the early to the late nine late nineties because mm-hmm. that was like my time. Yeah, um, the shitty ones. Yeah, the shitty yeah. ones. But yeah. like when I first saw Natalie Portman, dude, on the big screen, mm-hmm. that's how I felt. Like she fucked me up big time. Like I was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know what it was. I was just like, God, like Queen Amidala. Yeah, fuck I, but your I head. fell in love with an actress, man. I was like, yeah, you know, yeah. And but that's, this, this, you know. But this isn't like a crush to no, him. No, no, this was like, I know. He's saying... She, she, he was, when he saw this movie, this is like after he had his back surgery. Right. So I think some medication came into play also, but the movie was, um, uh, what was it? A Diary of a Mad Housewife. It's about a wife who's being ignored No, I know he's being like specific. I'm right, just saying but, I love that. Like, he, I feel like he, he's, so, he's so good at like connecting to things that if you really listen, he, he's he's... He's so good at touching on on things in life that like all of us can relate to in one way or another, you know. Like right. he, he just has such a good way with with um with those things, I feel like. I think it's kind of in this particular this song is kind of a metaphor for what he does with everything. Yeah. Not just relationships. At first, I just want a woman around to cook my meals and then tell her to leave. But he can't because the song evolves into those lines that you love so much and then when will I see you again? Right. So he's already saying. So yeah, he can't that's, do it. That's, uh, he can't do beautiful. it halfway. But yeah. at the same time, he's afraid to go more than halfway. Yeah, that's all the that's time really great. Too. And I think that's you know. That's just so he a, puts that's just like with everything, his music. Or yeah, that's the I was Pono say, that's, thing or the electric yeah, car. Man. He throws himself. He has to do it all the way. So I got. I have a fucking Neil moment because I'm I'm gonna get spiritual. Oh shit! I'm, I'm gonna get like deep and hippie here, but like there's this spiritual teacher I listen to and he has this thing where he says the way you do anything is the way you do everything. And that's exactly what I think, uh, you're saying here about Neil right. and how that, 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 uh, is in his music all the time and how you see it in his life. You see it in, uh, in his career. You know right. what I mean? And like you said, just every, every aspect of, of Neil, that's that same thing. Like the way that he does anything is the way he does everything. Right. You know? And like, um, you can only be where you are and and like that i think that's really beautiful the way that you just put that can yeah. we talk about the music for one second yeah, yeah. that's what the, do you guys what do you guys think of the the jack nietzsche I love arrangement it. london symphony orchestra this, this one this I, is also done live power it's dark and powerful it's it's definitely a movie score yeah but i think it matches this this vibe really right. really well man. there is an I acoustic performance from somewhere. Oh, really? That I'd like to hear. You know what my favorite part is? If we could pull it up, is the second time. 
the yeah the en- the end. I think after that line I just mentioned, the, she was playing a part that I could s- understand that violin fucking sweep where it's like, mm-hmm. and yeah. it goes into the that that part's really cool if you can yeah, if you can I, find I that. But I just really love the way that swells. It's just like it swells into it, you know. Uh, it's really cool. The, I I could do with less less bells. The, right here. The chimes. No, it's blues before this. No, I'm just kidding. I like the bells, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's coming up here. I fell in love with the eyes. You're singing along again, yeah. Russ. Just listen. Was playing a part that right here. I could <laughs> the little flute. And then... Yeah, that. There's like a little bit of a flute, and then it's like. It's so cool. Yeah, I kind of like it. This is my favorite part right here. This. Yes. That's Love powerful. That. It's so cool. Yeah. I I like it. So I don't know. Shoe Jack is back, and I, you're, well, and you're I like it. I like this Jack, and yeah. I like giant arrangements like this, and yeah. I like orchestral stuff, you know. And a lot of a lot of musicians do it. You know, the Moody Blues did it really well. Yeah. Deep Purple had their symphonic album, which was, eh, you know, and and then this is Neil's. Like I said earlier, this is like a sampler platter. So Neil has his country yeah. thing on here, and this is Neil with his symphony orchestra. I think every art, like let me let me throw this at you guys. So town meeting, before you guys call it a day with town meeting, you have to accomplish some things. You have to make a double album. You have to make That'll a double. That's so weird. We, we yeah, just talked about. We just that. talked oh, really? about. Okay, okay. You got to yeah. make the double album. You got to make the double live album. Oh yeah. You got to make a that. concept album. You got to do a rock opera. And you got to do an <laughs> album. You got to do an album Maybe. with a, a symphony opera. orchestra. We recorded with an orchestra, a youth orchestra. We didn't record. We played live. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, great. was really cool. That was that was fun. It was cool to see our songs in uh, like music bars on a like, yeah, sheet like music. All the, yeah, that was really they, wild. The, the composers, dude, Kevin Oates is a wicked awesome dude up in Maine. He wrote them all out. Nice. But so so this song, musically, it's incredible, and I love too that it's, I. I think I've learned with Neil, it's if he writes about something very ambiguous sounding, like very kind of vague, it's usually about a car or something specific, and then it's disappointing to me hearing him describe it. But a song like this, I feel like it's when he writes about something more specific, it's usually about a big, like a bigger picture. So I just think this is him realizing how bad he is maybe at relationships or maybe just how bad everyone is at relationships. And no, I definitely think it's, it's the former. I think it's, he realizes he's bad at it because he has to do, like we said, do everything all the way. Yeah. Yet he seems to be afraid to go all the way. But I, I with love this particular thing as opposed to his music or whatever else he's working on. But I, I love that this is like the chorus is just a man needs a maid, which can be totally misconstrued. Right. But yeah. he throws it at in your face with a whole fucking symphony. And it's just so <laughs> fucking Neil and cool that he does like he, he doesn't just write this slow acoustic song about a man needing a maid to clean. Like it's this a, a, like a fucking orchestra. Right. And it's. I don't know. And then the whole thing. Uh, yeah, with, he's, I mean, driving the point home. Yeah. You know, he's I, using I also, friggin' church chimes for coming yeah, out loud, yeah. you know. And then the the irony, too, and we were talking about this a few few minutes ago, Shoe, I think, but uh, the fact that Nietzsche ended up with Carrie Snodgrass. Did you know oh, that, Russ? yeah, that's right. I didn't know that. But yeah. That's, yeah. When Jesus. she split with Neil, she ended up with Jack. Wow. Bastard. Not, not, yeah. not much longer. And apparently he was like very physically abusive 
like Jack Nietzsche, yeah, yeah, like, the like type. almost killed her, like almost Fuck. beat the shit out of her. Jesus, really? Yeah, I didn't know this until I hope you today. That, cause that's... Well, it's on Wikipedia, so it has to be true. Oh dear. <laughs> um, <laughs> Allegedly, you know what? That's strike. That's strike two against only Nietzsche. strike two. Yeah, yeah, you've had a few. He he hates crazy Jack. horse, yeah, and he was abusive one. towards women. Yeah. <laughs> that's not over that. <laughs> yeah, the first one. Going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I I uh, this I feel like goes back to harvest too, Mike. You were talking about like, um, that that we were we were both talking about the that line. Um, uh, but but you give I, me more than yeah, and I, I think it relates here with when he goes to the. It's hard to make that change when life and love turn strange, and old. You know, mm-hmm. it's like yeah, he's just always referring to like, like I said, the, that's an element in in farming and harvesting is like the thing you know things are gonna die, right. and like he's just so aware of that, and like just like yeah, it's he like doesn't this, hide this relationship's that. Yeah, not gonna he, last he, forever. as much as he's like. You know, as much as he's like excited about certain elements of things, he also is like, you know, shit almost turns, like almost like a shit dread. turns strange, shit yeah. turns cold and old and yeah. fucking, you know. Um, but he, I mean, he does say life, but I think that's you know what he's referencing there because then right after that, that's the to give a love line and and um, yeah, man, it's it's some deep shit, it's some wild shit. Yeah, um, I like it, I dig it, I like it a lot. Anything else? We should we move on? Let's no, move let's on. move yeah, on to his uh, gold, his only baby. number, number one, one song. Hit. Yeah, the so number weird. one hit song, "Heart of Gold." Elliot yeah. Mazur and Kenny Butchery both called this after they when they listened to it on the playback. They're like, "This is this is a hit song." It's a great song. It's yeah. not even in my top twenty favorite Neil songs. If I'm being honest, I I wouldn't say it is either. I'm um, for me either, but. It's it's a, just a it's a well crafted tune. To, yeah, like a per, well crafted. I yeah. think is the best way to put it. You know, even the, and it still retains the Neilness though. Like the guitar has a to me the I mean check me on this because you guys are the musicians. It has that strange tuning to me. I, I think this one's actually fairly straightforward. Is it really? Uh, I don't, I don't. We play it pretty straightforward when we play it. It's like a four chord. I didn't tune. look into it, so I'm not sure. I don't know how Neil plays it, but we play it fairly straightforward. It took them less than two hours to record this. Yeah. And this is one of the James Taylor, Linda. Yeah. Right. So this was done at the Quadraphonic Sound Studios in Nashville, the big house we were talking about earlier. I don't know if I would. uh, I don't know about this. Maybe. I don't know. That's a. would have to actually take the time and do my top 20. But man, it's a. Did you read about Dylan? What Dylan said? Yeah, about right? this song. No. Yeah, he's he said uh, he's always been a huge fan of Neil, but he was pretty fairly disappointed in this song. Yeah, you know why? No, he because he thought Neil was trying to rip him off. Oh, well, he really? Does rip yeah. him off in uh, out on the weekend. When yeah, he, he does. Big went, brass bed. Big brass bed. Yeah, and that's I think <laughs> oh, yeah. that's Neil though. Neil's been a huge <laughs> Dylan fan. Yeah, and yeah. he that's him giving a nod, saying, "Well, Bob went to Nashville first. Yeah. yeah, you know he went with Blonde on Blonde, and then he made a full-on country album. Yeah, it's, I Nashville think I'm just Skyline. kidding. I think yeah. it's more of a nod. I think it's yeah. more of a like a yeah. but, homage. But I can't believe Dylan. To me, I don't hear any besides the not harmonica in song maybe, at all. No, I don't. But I don't hear any Dylan. This doesn't at all. sound like a Dylan song this to me at all. at all. No, this is not a Dylan song. And it's no. not a bad song. It's def- it's another relationship song. And coming off of the last, also Dylan, you don't have two a fucking songs. patent on playing an acoustic and a harmonica. Yeah, hello. You, like you, you stole everything from Woody. Exactly. So, fuck you. Right. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. No, this I is won't. like an East Coast West Coast feud, except it's like Dylan Young. 
You we'll, just, we'll only piss off Dennis with that. We'll piss off a lot of people, <laughs> dude. This is a, this is what I Mike. I was just talking about like where th- this is another one of those things to me where it's so fucking relatable. Like everybody wants to be the golden boy. Everybody wants to 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 have a heart of gold. Everyone wants to like be their best self and right. love themselves and and others. Yeah, but it's not. It doesn't come easy. No, exactly. And and that's why he's mining. Exactly, man. Yeah. And that's my point. It's it's another way of saying it's like I said, in the earth harvest. Mm-hmm. You're harvesting. You you right. don't you don't get gold without mining, which is another form of harvesting. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it goes back to that theme of the album, which I think is that thing of like reaping and sowing. You need to you you have to plant to see something grow. You mm-hmm. have to put in the work. You have to dig for it. You don't just acquire a heart of gold. It takes that fucking digging. It takes that that really, really tough fucking hard work, man. And, and, and and that's why I think like going back to a man needs a maid. It's like, it's so man, like life's been changing in so many ways. It would be great if I could just fucking lay here and have someone take care of everything for me, you know, like, and, and every, everybody feels like that too. But like at the same time, we also know that if we want that heart of gold, if we want to give the love and if we want, you know what I mean? Then, that's where the work is and that's right. and yeah. neil right. is also uh as much as you like what what you said of like of of um the way he does anything is the way he he does everything is he also shows that he he has put the fucking work in man he tours like a monster you know what i mean like mm. he till to this day he still plays his goddamn heart of gold out you know what i mean like he's he is a he's an exa- he's a living example of the shit he talks about. Well, in these first four songs, they, I think they just kind of sum up that theme of searching really yeah. well, and they f- lyrically flow really well together. And where, and where the first three are more, kind of the sadder, depressing angle. Uh, albums, you mean? No, the first or, four songs oh, on the album. Songs, yeah. The first three cover that in a more depressing angle, but then okay. this one, it's more of like a, like I'm I'm looking now, like I'm. Yeah, I'm ready. I got to, my I'm issues, to, but now yeah. I'm fucking looking. And the, I'm, <laughs> the only pet peeve I have with this song, you know how like some people are like, I, I went all the way from here, like Boston to L.A. From Redwood to Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, that's not that far away. From Redwood to Hollywood. Well, it's Redwood, the same state. What? Same goddamn state. Well, California's a big state. state. Redwood's up near San Francisco. I'm not saying California's not a big state. Dude, I took that bus ride. It's a long. I'm not saying it's not a long bus ride. I'm just saying, like, he at this point, he's been all the fucking. He's been all over. Yeah, you know, you know, you know who's overdone the whole fucking. I've been from here to there and all over. Is fucking Bob Dylan, and you know who didn't actually do that was Bob Dylan. Woody Guthrie actually did that shit, and Bob Dylan pretended like he was the fucking wow, traveling man geez. jumping on the. Don't don't get mad at me when people start saying how much I Russ hates much. Dylan. So <laughs> Christ, I don't think he's literally talking about. I don't either. The I just mileage. was saying. It, Are you just, just trying to get a rise out of your brother through no, that whole thing? No, I'm just saying. Does it work, young man? I wish you guys would stop fighting. This is what he does. See, but then we'll have those <laughs> oh, moments where Mike. Shue, then we'll have those moments where Mike Shue will be like. That was a really beautiful brother moment, you know. And <laughs> That's fantastic, you guys. The love is so. No, so I'm just saying, if here. you're gonna bring up two locations, and the whole point of right. what you're saying is, I've been here and here. Yeah, but like, he's saying like he's the, being specific. The polar, yeah, the polar opposites. Like think of uh, think okay. of Hollywood. You're right. What's, like the city and the. Okay, he's, he's done Hollywood. He was in Buffalo Springfield. He yeah. lived there. He he was in the scene. He was at the whiskey, and now he's like. In Redwood, in the completely in the, yeah. opposite. Yeah. And, I, and I feel like the fact that they are in the same state, 
it, it makes it even more impactful. Now that you and also just explained like, it that way, Holly- I feel like a moron, and you're 100 percent right. And actually. also, like Hollywood, <laughs> I'm man enough to admit to that. Redwood, Redwood be. Being San Francisco, and he's talking about mining for gold. Right. So that he ties in now, that element. Now I feel, wow, Russ. I feel like a real you fucking go. dumbass. Historical uh, think- nugget there. <laughs> little, That's fantastic. Little mining, little 49ers. Yeah. You know what? There, you know? I detract everything I just said. That's not a pet peeve anymore because right. he's not talking about distance. Right. I don't know why my dumb brain thought that, but yeah, whatever. Not. But anyway, and when you're he an says idiot. mining. So, hey, everybody, <laughs> Luke's a fucking dumbass. When he, also, says, when he says mining, he means masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> don't Mining do that <laughs> don't, don't ruin yeah. another goddamn song guys this is i mean come on this is uh, you don't get more essential neil than this this is pretty uh, you know i don't know like yeah. as far as like you said that taylor swift recognition sort of yeah thing. this was the song that, that yeah broke so, it but open what else, because it, it's what, just a good song it's a great song yeah it's a great song i love and then it. you know the 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 backing vocals you know, Linda, oh, yeah, at man, the very yeah. end when Linda Ronstadt yeah, hits oh, that high it's note, awesome. it's awesome. It really that's another thing I can feel it in the the back. I of my neck. I I only had like recently learned that it was James Taylor too. Like yeah, well I mean, they were both on the Johnny yeah, Cash they were show. Both, yeah, right. And Linda Ronstadt was just starting her solo career. Yeah, and you know those first two, you guys should listen to those first two Linda Ronstadt albums. They're pretty. The I Eagles will, yeah. were basically her yeah. backing band on those and she's got a great voice she she wasn't like a great songwriter but she she's sang other people's songs but you know and then later yeah, she, in the I, 70s but she, she owned got, that i feel like she kind of was like oh yeah you know what? I, i'm not a big uh, yeah yeah she she totally owned that yeah yeah, anyway. yeah. it's it's i mean it, it's part of gold <laughs> I, you yeah. know like what huge else? hit his only number yeah. one yeah yeah uh, all right. right let's do are you ready for the country are you ready for the country because i love this you like I it? love everything about this. I love it too. I know a lot of people don't like this tune because this they just think it's a throwaway. Awesome. I used to hate it, and now I I really enjoy this. Song. It's all about the the feel and the attitude. Oh and yeah, I, and a lot of people think it's because well, this is Neil's country album. Yeah, and he's got his country band with him and stuff. But I think it's totally about moving out of Topanga Canyon. Yeah, and are you ready for this lifestyle? It's not going to be like the cocaine limousine lifestyle anymore are you ready for the a much simpler life things that may be foreign to you oh yeah and also the black and white of it too like the uh what's the line domino well no there's that but like the second person like the dual duality like like, i was talking to the preacher and he said god's on your side and then i ran to the hangman he said it's time to die die. i I was gonna mention that i fucking love that yeah Yeah, that's great he, he, he he totally brings about that like um that duality you know yeah that that uh, and I and to to tie it into what what you were just saying, Shu, is uh, of that like uh, of him him leaving Topanga and and uh, what I really like is is that that uh, slipping and sliding and playing domino and then like that lefting and righting. He's like he's you know what I mean. He's talking about the game, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. He's referring right. to like the there's no right way. Right. You and know he's what I mean. And, and I think that to 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 the top of what we were uh, of this episode when we were talking about this album, and you were saying like. You know, why do you think he went to Nashville and why did he do it this way? Like this sort of weird, like recorded in different places and these different weird vibes. And and like that's what I think he's saying here is like, you know, there is no I'm not going to again with that fucking Neil thing. It's yeah, I just gave you this. And before that, I gave you like a crazy horse. You know what I mean? Right. And he's he's left it and he's writing he's playing domino yeah. he's slipping and sliding dude yeah. he's fucking and then and That's i great. love that he says he says again what I, a lot of times i really think neil is saying to himself as much as he's saying to everyone else 
like then that's what this line too it's not a crime you know you got to tell your story boy before it's time to go it's right. like yeah. you, this you, is it you, this you, isn't a dress rehearsal man yeah, yeah. so play this is the he's show. like play the right. game be in the game fucking yeah. as would Ram Dass would said take the curriculum man like you're in it fucking do right. it like it's not a crime everyone's going to tell you that's the way to do it or this is not the way to do it and neil has like like we we've been saying Neil is the a perfect example of fuck that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck the system, be in the game, play the game, and, and, and just fucking do what you got to do. Tell your story. Just tell it the way you feel it needs to be said. Yeah, because you only get the one chance. Right. This yeah. is it. So when I first listened to the song, however long ago, I remember riding. I, I, in my head it was with Dad, but I don't know who it actually was with. But I remember feeling all smug because after that first uh, – was it slipping in the slide and playing dominoes? Yeah. I thought he said playing donkey ball. <laughs> so I, uh, that's I, why you're been, here, Luke. I got. What's that's been going on here. with you in this album, man? Because Russ is getting spiritual, <laughs> so, and I'm uh, like overanalyzing things. And Luke goes back to like, <laughs> so, it's balls. about cum. Yeah, <laughs> balls and cum. And fucking, so I said, dude, okay. That's why so Luke tells us that Luke tells us that he listened to this album thirty times. What he didn't tell us is that he was masturbating every one of those 30 times. <laughs> this and pandemic my, has really gotten <laughs> So, and I don't know if this is with dad or not, but I remember whoever I was with, I got all smug and I was like, the hell is donkey ball? Like he couldn't have th- thought of something more relatable. And I was like, more relatable. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> fucking Neil. I was like, dad, fucking Neil and his I, think, donkey ball. No, yeah. I was like, dad, fucks that. I was like, what, what even is donkey ball? It's not like some old game you guys used to play. And I was like, this like, like God, like millennial, whatever. <laughs> and Dad's like, he's saying dominoes, you idiot. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, oh, okay. It makes makes way more sense now that you say that. Was me? Was it you? I remember. I'm like, it now probably you're was you. This, I'm like, I totally remember you saying donkey ball, and me being like. What? I thought fuck? it was some old game. Like I'm like, oh, you know, I, I don't, I'm not really from like the country, so maybe Donkey Ball is like a, their version of Kick the Can or something like that. Oh my god, dude. You, whatever. Well, um, are you ready for the country <laughs> and for some Donkey Ball? <laughs> could be a thing. Donkey Ball could be, you know, back in Winnipeg, we used to cut There's the a, balls yeah. off a donkey. We used to hit them around with brooms. <laughs> It's an old time, Canadian I tradition. Saw, one time I was going up the hill and I saw a donkey and I cut off his balls and I filled up a cup for my girl. And, you know. <laughs> with balls? With, yeah. Um, he pulled a Nils with Jack Nietzsche on this particular track. He told uh, J- Jack that he was going to play piano, mm-hmm. which he usually does. Uh, but Neil went out and bought like some kind of shitty, cheap electric guitar. And he said, Jack, I want you to uh, play slide guitar on this. And Jack's like, I huh. I don't play slide guitar. And he's like, right. So he pulled a Nils huh. on this. Okay. Yeah. And there's another, There's another. he pulls a Nils on somebody else. We're going to get to it here pretty soon. So he didn't have, uh, what's his name, Ben Keith play slide on this one? No, Ben Keith was playing pedal steel. Pedal steel. Pedal steel, right. But we're talking like slide. Slide, like what Timmy does. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a, um, an issue, a big issue. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is a, a a big fucking deal. You said <laughs> that when we recorded in person, you would bring us your famous pandemic Mike Shoe scones. Oh, sorry, Where the I totally fuck forgot. Are the scones, Mike? I Shoe? forgot. I'll Holy bring them next shit. time. I Holy promise. Shit, I forgot about that. What kind do you guys want? Chocolate chip. Sure. 
No problem. Blueberry. <laughs> okay, I, dude, I can do I both. Wrote, I wrote in my notes. I was, so I, I was sorry, like, I, I totally forgot about that. No, like, I'm, I'm, I'm taking notes on this album, and then I was like, okay, bells, strings, and then I went shoe scones? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, where were they? All the important stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going through my notes, and I see that I'm like, oh shit. Oh, that's great. Shoe scones, dude. What um, the fuck? So this song ends side five. Or not side five. This is <laughs> wow. Donkey ball. Dude. A quintuple I album. Fuck. I'm really losing my fucking mind. Neil here. Young. <laughs> this song. Five sides. No, this song ends side A right. on the record. Luke's and, just looking at a picture of Donkey Kong and just fucking smacking his dick while he's listening <laughs> oh to this song. It's really That's gone off disturbing. the rails. So, but what I'm saying is normally side A is always a little bit better than side B, typically. And this one, I think the last five songs are better than the first five songs, mm. in my opinion. Then we're going to have words. We're going to have words gonna between have words. the lines of age. Yes. <laughs> hey, don't fucking rag <laughs> on that song. That. That's my, that's, we'll get to it, but I'm, I love that one. We'll get All to right. it. We'll, well get let's to let's it. get to let's get to old old man. man, baby. Old man's a great song. Yeah. What do you think? Is, Heart of gold or old man? I go. Old I'm man. an old man. Old, old man. man. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Old man's. A, it's just a fucking classic song, and I I hope I wasn't being too harsh on it earlier when I talked about his bigger hits not being my favorite songs. Old man's a fucking great song. It's an awesome tune, and you know the the inspiration was the guy he kind of the, uh, inherited the, yeah, the, the ranch manager. Yeah. He kind of not inherited, but when he bought the ranch, the guy kind of came with the ranch. He, he explains that in, um, I think it might be Tuscaloosa or, or it might be another one of the archive recordings, but he, um, this guy, his name's Louis Avila. Yeah. And he couldn't understand how a guy could like write like a three minute song and make a million dollars. Yeah. You know, cause this is probably a guy who's been like working with his hands and putting his back into it his yeah. whole life. That's what I'm saying. Know? That Neil just has that. He, he just admires that so much, man, that. And and he, and he did it, and he fucked up his back, and he had to have surgery. Yeah, exactly. And that's why this album is the way it is. So right. I don't know. He did put the work in, I guess. Yeah. yeah. No, he puts the work in. I'm, he he puts the work in. He his harvesting, his farming, his working on on the land and mining. That is his career. That's his his music, man. That 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 is that. And that I think that's the par the, the parallel he's making in this song. My favorite line in the song is another line I think that just defines Neil Young. And it's um, it doesn't mean that much to me to mean, mean that, that much. much to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's just a definitive Neil Young line. Yeah, just holy shit. That just explains Neil right yeah. there. That that yeah. one line. That's such That's a great a way fucking line. Neil, dude, it really like, is. It's like yeah. it does. It doesn't mean that much to me to mean that much to you because I'm not doing this for you. Oh yeah. That's... Like you were saying earlier, this is my this is my one run. Right. So I'm doing. I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm telling right. my story, and if you don't like it, well, that's too bad because this is because I don't story. care. And it's so this wise. Is the way it is. It's time to go. It's such right, like yeah. it's yeah. such a it's such good wisdom for how to live your life in any situation. Like, because yeah. I I'm I'm definitely guilty of being a fucking people pleaser. It stresses yeah, as, me out to no end. When, as am I. I mean, I I made I a career all, out I, of yeah, it. Yeah, I think yeah. all of us are. You know? we, we sacrifice ourselves yeah. because we want. We're so worried about what others might think. It's yeah. a difference, though. There's a difference with the people you love, right? And then there's a difference, like, oh, I hope I don't offend anyone, or right. I hope I hope they like this, even though you don't really know any of these people, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Right. And that's this fucking Neil. Fucking. You know, man. he doesn't care what you think. Yeah. Fucking Neil. Like dude. he'll listen to this podcast and go, eh. And then I'll just like invent another electric car or something and just. Did we you know. update you on that? 
the, the uh, oh did the lawyers finally call no no the the guy that our our pr guy knows who works with neil mm-hmm. he listened to our covers and i guess he listened to the first episode oh shit and i guess he liked it i guess he what neil did no no no, no. oh the guy the, that works the guy for that neil. works all on right. neil's team or something okay but it's pretty cool well then if he's listening to it just edit all the cum stuff <laughs> yeah and actually fact, that's He's not wrong. <laughs> My whole album, next album, is about it's about a, the life of a sperm. Originally, Originally it was supposed Darkin to be called Ball. "Are You Ready for the Cum Tree." I don't know how he, I don't know how he heard that. It, originally, it was supposed to be Donkey Ball. Oh. Um, <laughs> donkey Ball was a game. Michi I used told to play. me to cut the Donkey Ball and call say Domino. Yeah, that was all Jack. Jack, that was Jack's idea. I wanted Donkey Balls. Um, so this is how, this is how. Um, James Taylor got nils nilled by okay. by Neil Young. Do you know the story? No, we, okay, he, so he didn't play banjo before this. Exactly. Also, oh. is this the first banjo? Is this the first? No, it can't be. What other what other song from the first album? Is Maybe it is. Banjo? I try. I looked I, through. I, the first I, album doesn't have any banjo in it. Not even an Emperor Wyoming. Don't or? think so. Harvest has ba- the song Harvest has banjo on it, doesn't it? No, maybe it doesn't. Wow. I don't know. I he guess mentions right. banjo in Alabama. That's true. Yeah. But I don't think. But again, that's after this song. Right. Yeah. I think. Wait, I'm James Taylor sure didn't play I, the banjo. No, he he shows up, you know, with Linda Ronstadt to do backing vocals, and Neil's like, "Hey, I want you to play banjo on this song." And again, <laughs> what a hey, weird thing, hey, Neil. Uh, I don't play. I've never played the banjo. I mean, he knew how to play guitar, obviously. Dude, only Neil can say to James Taylor like. I need you to play banjo. Well, remember James Taylor at this point, he like bro- brand new, nobody. a brand yeah. new artist. He was up and coming, and and so that's why it's perfect because he, you know, again, like telling Nils Lofgren to play piano instead of the the instrument he's best at. Yeah, he wanted because he if he got a, a Nashville session guy on a banjo in there, it would probably sound too clean, and maybe yeah. even though he yeah. would tell him how to play, it would just sound too perfect. Right. So James Taylor just kind of like plays. He plays like he's just playing it for the first Maybe time. Maybe play some of it, and it's just yeah, play a little bit of that. Uh, is yeah. he playing right away? No, uh, no, it's in the it's in the um, second s- verse. Se- yeah, the second verse. So um, such a great start to a song, yeah. though, too. The way this guitar sounds. Yeah, this is nice. I call it like a, a two seconds too. I call it a two second song because it's one of those songs where, in the first two seconds, you already oh, know, you what know exactly it is. what it is. Lullabies look in your eyes. Run around. Is that, oh, yeah, Keith in the background. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, mean seriously. that much. You're right. To it's, he's singing to you. It's another much voice. To you. Imagine this song without it. It's I've been bad last road. There it is. You can hear it. It's right here. here. Yeah, right here. Yeah, it's almost like Kermit playing it. Right, you know what right. I mean? yeah. it's, like, it's, it's kind of it's neat. cool because it's totally like right. it's totally like raw. It's it's not overstated. Yeah. It's not perfect. It adds but just the right. But it's not bad. It's not bad either. You it know what adds I mean? that it's, accent because you I, think old man, the, the kind of the whole environment around this album. I'm glad we listened. To what that a smart I could be thing too. At Ben Keith in this man, yeah. what the fuck? I know. Again, AKA Ben Keith the, is a hero, man. The Chuck Mangione of the pedal steel. Damn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger hat. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. No, I didn't know that about James Taylor, and that's. 
first of all, it's such a weird thing to do because when you, at least for us, well, we have such limited time in a studio because you're paying right. so much yeah. money. So you're like, oh, we need guitar in this? Let's get a guy who plays guitar. Do you know what yeah, I mean? And that's like, what session guy. That's why those Nashville guys were right. there. You know, they we got to do this song in two hours. You yeah, know? yeah. But yeah, it's weird that he would just tell these people. But it's so smart. It's so smart because I I remember we had a song called uh, or we had yeah we have we have a song called All the Bars and it's just kind of like a just a fun whatever tune about. Luke says bars and we both. <laughs> Triggered. Dude, yeah, Tr- what the fuck? But what is that called? Uh, can I have a Carlson, man? Yeah, that's yeah, the best cider sure. ever made. And they're not a sponsor of the there's show. Honey, not yet. Oh, have a honey one? Yeah. yeah. Here, but we, but there's piano in the song, and not, none of us in the band play piano. Just tip it upside down. And we had a, we have a guy. Just tap on the bottom. Oh, okay, it's got a little. It'll make it better. Trust me. Okay. We have a guy. I'm a cider. Okay. Who comes in and plays piano for us? Who's not in the band? He does a great job. But I remember when he first came in, he he's really good at piano. And I remember thinking, and I think we all said Eric. this. Yeah, Eric. And awesome. He, so good. But I think he came in thinking he wanted this kind of really over the top piano part. And we're right. like, no, it's the whole idea of the song is all the bars close at midnight, so we're gonna go into some backyard and we want that kind of vibe. And so when right. he finally dialed it back and almost he he played a little out of tune. It's it just. It made it made more sense. I don't know, totally. and I'm not comparing us to Neil Young or Eric to James Taylor. But, but it sounded more real. It sounded more real, and that's why we love fucking Neil, man. Fucking, it doesn't get any Neil. more real than that, and that's why he did that to Nils Lofgren and Jack Nitsche yeah. and, and and James Taylor. Yeah, because he. Dude, we got to start getting you know, some artwork going. We got to get like Slynn making some Neil some some things referencing some of the stuff we've saying. You know that Neil feel just like. Some you know what I want? I want? I want some. Um, I want some fan fan artwork. You know that hat Neil wears a lot now. Yeah, like yeah. kind of like yep. le- leathery, like Indiana yep, yep, Jones yep. hat. I want that on a a sperm. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, just or, for Luke. What the fuck? Kind just of for Luke. Or like a pair of donkey balls, and they're just dripping sperm. You know what I love the about back of a donkey. <laughs> you know what I love about what this podcast just the back of a donkey what, with them hanging. What low this podcast has become and is a banjo. It's like yeah. just enough of of too many different things that it's not good for anyone. No, like someone right. who's like, oh, I really want to hear them talk about the music, but then we just get into cum for a yeah, half just, an hour. Just mom, when it gets really like heavy. The, you, it's too much about Neil. <laughs> what <laughs> did she say that? <laughs> I want to hear more donkey balls. <laughs> oh, you gotta, you gotta isolate that one. <laughs> um, oh god. Now, more about old men, or do you guys want to pop into it's the other orca- one of those, orchestra? Uh, it's another. To me, it's another like it, with like with Heart of Gold. Yeah, we can we can talk about it forever. But it, it's 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 just a well written song. It's yeah. old man, right? You know, like we know everyone know. I feel like. Er- not everyone, but most any Neil fan knows the story of you know what I mean when he bought that land yeah, and yeah. and and the old man that was and how that everyone knows that story. But like, and I'm sure I could get spiritual with this song too. I could always find a route. But like, this is just another one of those just major Neil songs. Right, it's just, and it's yeah. a universal thing because. It's a generational thing. Exactly. Like, it's, you guys don't again, know what it was again, like touching when we were on, on a, you know, on a right. using a rotary phone or yeah. whatever. You know, you don't, you or, don't know or, what it was like. Or, like, or, playing donkey ball back in the day. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Or, like, yeah, you know, slipping in a slide, you know. 
right? No, but even that, even just the line, <laughs> "Old man, take a look at my life." I'm a lot like you. Right. We're not too different. It's They're so, so it's relatable. Just, like I work just as hard, but just not the way you work. Hard. Until today, I didn't even. I th- and, and, assumed and, and, it was about I, his dad. And again, you know how was, I was, was saying, like, well, his dad thought it was about him. Interesting, you bring that up. I didn't his dad. Know his dad wrote a book called I think it was called Neil and Me. Yeah, and uh, and he said he thought Old Man Ooh, was about him. Think of a better title, you dick. He's <laughs> a pro writer, man. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, you know how I was talking earlier about that, like that tie in between, like you know, that theme of harvesting, and then also just like his relationships and like just the you know those really really relatable things, especially when it comes to relationships and like. Um, you know, hetero men and, and the way they view women and stuff. And, um, dude, how relatable is the line, I need someone to love me the whole day through? Yeah. That's, I just, yeah. That's well, that's, just, that's a un- again, a universal a, exactly, thing. Exactly, a universal thing. And, yeah. and just, like, I also, I also love, and, and I, I know for me, and I don't know if anyone else knows this or, or um, can relate to this, but, like, that line where he goes, ah, one, look at my eyes. Like, I never knew exactly what he was saying. Oh, I didn't know that. Until I, like, looked it up. And you know what I mean? And then you realize he's just saying, ah, one, look in my eye. That's so cool. That's you, what he's saying? Yeah, it's ah, A-H, comma, one, look in my eyes. I, I thought it was like, like oh, like one look in my eye, in your yeah, eyes. I mean, but that's what, that's yeah, what I thought. Ah, yeah. one. But he says, ah. It's like, ah, yeah, but it's still one look. It's not one. I know. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm just. I'm. The wording. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like ah, one look in my eyes. It's just like the way that he says ah. There, I feel like is is that's a part of the song too. Oh yeah. You know, it's, it's great. Sort of that breath. It's sort of that like that ah ah. But look in my exactly. eyes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's what right. I'm saying. I didn't mean to say one. Meaning like yeah. Uh, right. Just, but you're, he's saying. But you know, this is how this is the common ground for yes, us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so cool. Just like such a great choice yeah. of like that just lends itself to the greatness of the song because again, you don't have to be a Neil Young fan, yeah, yeah, to relate to what he's saying. Exactly. Like Heart of Gold, you don't have to be a Neil Young fan to be want right. either want that for your relationship or want to be a, as be the best person you can be. I just love that that you know? that that like you said that universal that a h there just that yeah like it goes back to what you were saying I think from the first album where he uses that breath in that <sighs> yeah. It's that it's him doing like taking sounds and breath and like making that a part of the song. Like, Luke, don't do that again, though. We get it. But I'm country done. time lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Your mic chew is now laughing. Do, do that breath, but in that voice. <laughs> that breath in this voice. Yeah. He yeah. can't. <laughs> That's so stupid! That's oh my awesome. god! No, one of my, one yeah, of my, old man, man, it's great. It's, it's great. great. And and one of my, I think one of the reasons I love side B. I keep wanting to say side two, but I guess you're supposed to go A B. You, you're on six now. It says, Shut it up. says side two on the album. Okay, so one. No, of, Luke said he was on five. Side five. So Shut we're, up. we're we only be, on side two. We listen, on slow down. Right what I'm saying is <laughs> side Luke's two. The one is, that said it. I'm making fun of him. I love how each Don't song. Don't turn this on me, Shu. Every song on the, this second side is great, but how they go into each other and how they flow together, like yeah, and and it gets better and better as you get to the last song. But like going from old man into like it's kind of a quick fade out and then just that intro to there's a world there's a world mm-hmm. and you're like oh we're doing an orchestra again and let's, i love let's that he talk splits about them. there's a world this is the one you're not gonna do you jack hit? jack yeah let's let's, let's kick see. right into there's a world oh, shit. Oh, that's not it damn it 
Luke's drunk, everyone. No, I'm not. Stop. No, I'm not. Stop. <laughs> All right, fuck it. <laughs> Just talk about it. No, you can. Come on, man. Get your shit. To, let's go. You got it, buddy. You got this. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Super, super soundtrack, dude. Super yes, right? movie. Let's wait. Wait till he kicks in here. Oh, and it just... Oh, yeah. Right. Really epic. Let me tell you, this is... your friends. This song, to me, sounds like a Disney song. Oh, it's super Disney. Yeah. It sounds like it could be sung by Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> there's a world where... Oh, my God, it Living does. in... Isn't that right, Pinocchio? That's more, that's more like Goofy, dude. That's like a Oh, is that Goofy? Did I go into Goofy? Yeah, I, I, but it does. It does sound like... It sounds like a Disney song. It really does. It sounds like it, it was from a soundtrack yeah. I also love that he, he ends each chorus with just saying blow hard. Here we go. Yeah, and here's blow Luke, guys. Hard. Here's, here's fucking dick and balls yeah, time that's with right. Luke, everybody. Gotta bring it back. It's he now, wrote it. It's now part of the show where we... <laughs> No, no, no I love the song. The, We're gonna change the name of the podcast to Neil for, and Dick. Yeah, I love it's the time for Dick and Balls. <laughs> no, with I love Luke the song. Condon. I love the, this. Is like the one hopeful kind of almost preachy song on this <laughs> on this, this record. This is like the this is like the uh, the first glimpse at like the shit you get later on. Yeah, like way later because the whole with like Earth, the whole rest of the there's album. A lot of, I feel like there's there's elements. In some of those albums, where mm-hmm. where like those big timpanies and the like, Mother Earth, and, yeah, you know okay. what I mean. You know right. what I'm saying? Musically, it's it's maybe not, that's not the album. It might be the album. Earth but, is the one he used nature sounds. Right. Yeah, but isn't there some big timpani stuff? Isn't there like some? I don't know. I not si- not it. like it's full, not like full orchestra, but like, right. I feel like there's a, a like it, with this song that like boom boom and like. That whole thing, like God, we're all part of the. You know what I mean? Like that whole yeah, sort that of thing. Yeah, we're like you know. I feel like you there's a that. world you're living in, and only you yes. can control that yeah, world yeah, because totally. you know we're all God's like that, children and blah yeah. blah blah. It's it's to like, me it's not really it, to me it's it's treading water. How do you feel? It's a about bit cheesy. <laughs> it's a bit cheesy. It it sounds like it's it sounds like a, a self help pamphlet. That's what it yeah. sounds like. A Disney yeah. with a Disney soundtrack. with a Disney twist. Yeah, but there yeah. there are some there are some lines I that really kind of. It's the same Neil theme forever. Like, and again, I hate that I this went way over my head. But the Hollywood Redwood thing, like, there's that line where, in the mountains, in the cities, like, right. you can you hear, can see the dream. You can see the dream. Look like around it, you, has it found you? Yeah, is it what it seems. It's that's definitely a, cool a little. Line. It's a great line. It's a it's a great line. And, and that's a comp, like like Russ yeah. was saying earlier. And you go back to the first album for uh, Here We Are in the Years. That's a common thing. The city, yeah. the country, city, right. country. You know, acoustic. And yeah. then we talk you about know. when we talk about are you ready for the country and and a lot of what he talks about in this album that sort of thing of like leaving and and starting anew and mm. uh harvesting mining all yeah. that stuff right, right? Yeah. so that there's a line in here where he says we are leaving we are gone and then I love this come with us to all alone yeah what we are leaving we are gone come with us to all alone that's death yeah, that's nuts, dude. That shit is that's that's wild. Never worry, never moan. We will leave you all alone. Yeah, we all die. And then yeah, alone. we will leave you all alone and come with us to all alone. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 wild. It's just Nat. She's just poking around. Oh, all right. That's my buddy. <laughs> oh, did you meet meet Nat? last? Like yeah. came in here last time. She told me where you guys were. 
She uh, gave me direction. She is at the She door. gave me attitude at first, but that's good because I was so, a stranger. Yeah, that's true. You so know? I know it's I know it's she Disney. Gives me the same I know it's and Disney and I, I know it's Disney and I know it's you know sort of cheesy, but there are some pretty cool, deep, yeah. profound stuff in here, and I think it's a message that Neil believes in and and wants to say. So I think it's important. Yeah. What do you feel about like the some of the like. Uh, um, production elements, as far as like some of the the musical changes, I like some of the the choices they make here. I think it's kind of. Cool. I think it's it's huge. It's but that's it just has a Disney vibe to me. Yeah. Now the I, I didn't you know, think of that at just, all. And now like, that you said it's, that it's so over the top, which I know that's what Jack Nietzsche is. But yeah. It's so over the top that it's like Disney yeah. over the top. You know, mm-hmm. like it's from Aladdin. I did, so it is. I agree. I'm it, not gonna. In my notes, yeah. I wrote borderline cheesy. Yeah. So and I again like there are some lines that are great, but it's 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 a good hopeful part of the album. But then it goes dips right into into my I fucking love the last three songs. Dude, I think, just go right into the next. Yeah. Let's just fucking blast into that. I want to hear it. Go. Can you go? Can we? Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Buttry. Is this yes. one of those? Because I yeah, feel so like this, this is, is him band. trying to get him yeah. to get that Ralph Molina groove. Right. You I'm sure. I mean? I'm sure he did. You know, this guy, this drummer, all these musicians. You just have to tell them. Tell them what to do. And yeah. the, and the, that's their job. Yeah. You know, yeah. I need more of this. I need less of this. Yeah. I want you to play more over here. You know, and and but I like the barn stuff because it's. To me, it's very rock and roll. It's it's it's, it's, it's me- messy. It's the closest you get to Crazy Horse, right? In this, album. and it has that same sound that like Exile on Main Street had, yeah. And Layla has on some parts, yeah. You know, and it was just that it's like a lo-fi. Oh, and yeah, so let's nice. talk about Elliot Mazer miking, like I love the this. land. So, so cool, he, he miked up. So they were in this barn. Yeah. He he knew that it was just he didn't use any compression at all. Apparently. So he just let everything bleed. Yeah. And so it was all in Which each other's face. Which is a big no-no. Stuff. Like, you don't do right, that. Right, that's totally unorthodox. And then he, he was, like, putting mics outside the barn and around the, the area because he wanted to get the echo off of the other buildings and the, and the hills. So cool. God, so cool. I mean, I, that's, like, a whole other level of... Oh, yeah. I think know, these the, barn ones are... are they're fantastic. The feel of the barn ones, you can't you can't deny. No, yeah. there's a particular not. feeling. Like, are you ready for the country? Just gives a, it's all about the yeah. feel. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And, and with this one, even though the message is is complex, you know, in the lyrics, the production kind of oh yeah kind of doesn't. So it's like the the production kind of lends itself to the story in the song, to the lyrics in the song. So it, it brings them out more. So you're not paying attention so much to, to the like the particular players. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you, the 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 I just love that no one wore headphones. Like, right. It's so it's so it. crazy and like That's bizarre nice. to me I too. I also, I mean, at this point, Neil can take <laughs> that liberty. And they're just blasting like, fucking PA 
speakers. Right. You know, like it's just what? it's crazy, <laughs> and it's all bleed through. And Neil and like and and Elliot in a like, barn, in a barn, yeah, in a barn, and, yeah, and, and, a barn, and, and it, like they're... it's not built. Is for that sound. what the picture it, on the back of the album yeah. is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you look on the back of the Harvest album. That's, we'll post that's it. it. They're in. You know, yeah. and that's just a it's just a barn. Look at the spaces in between the the boards there so and stuff cool. like that. Yeah, totally. You know? And yeah. so it, you know, a place that was not built to record sound. Yeah, it was built to like feed cows and shovel shit. You can, you but know? this is <laughs> seriously, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think like, uh, this is we, we you talked about earlier how th- this is one of the times where Neil hadn't been able to play his electric, and in this song he is. Like you can feel that yeah. he's like a little boy. He's just excited. Yeah, and and I feel like you can totally feel that. Like as soon as this album starts, it's it's we we all we talk about some of those Neil songs that just kind of like take you. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think this is one of those songs for me. Yeah, but how are you going to defend the solos? Ugh, Christ, <laughs> I thought we weren't we're, doing that. I'm this sorry, episode. you're right. We're not you're talking. Right. But we're he not who shall be not be named. We're not going to be the playground bullies, <laughs> even though he cast the first stone. He started the fight, and just because he got his ass kicked, we're not going to drag it through the mud anymore. He's learned his lesson. Oh, oh stop it! No, but I do. Oh I do love that he just straight up doubles down on Southern. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> he just straight up. Du- I love that he. This is we just him saying harmony though. Can we do it again? Okay, go you ahead. take the high. Ready? <laughs> oh, Adam Warren. That was fucking beautiful. <laughs> Isolate that. Uh, no, is I, your toast not done well <laughs> enough? <laughs> he's got the burnt toast, <laughs> and now he's just a ghost. I don't know. He hates me. those solos, <laughs> those fucking solos. Adam Morin, <laughs> you had your chance to be Jesus. with us. Uh, we do love you, Adam. Come on. We're happy that you're participating in it. <laughs> well, when this when this album came, I'm sorry, Luke. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say I loved in lyrically too. He just straight up doubles down on Southern Man. But I I read well I, that he regretted it. Well, I don't particularly agree with that. Oh, really? I think this is a more um, I want to say more of a not a compromise. It's a more of a where Southern Man was throwing images at you at how hateful the s- people in the South could be. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and how horrible it was for, for black people and, and slavery and, what, and segregation and Jim Crow and all that stuff. I think in this song, he's, it's, he's saying, look, you can do this. You're almost there. There's, huh. But there's people, hold, the old schools holding you back. The old people, you know, tied up in white robes. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the ones holding you back. So it's almost like the inner conflict of the people of Alabama. Well, or just the just South saying, in general. Just saying, like, you I can, think you it was, can do it. Was it was the South like, in general, but yeah. he was just using Alabama so, because of what happened there. And you he know? even and, says, like, you, you know, can I see you and shake your hand, make friends, you know? Like, he's, he's saying, like, right. I, I think. Th- is he saying, now, is he saying that. I, I, this question I always comes into my mind. Is he saying that sarcastically, or does he mean like, "Come on, you can do this"? So can I read you? You can get over this. He does say you got. Can the rest I read you a thing I wrote about to help you along? along. What's right? going does on? Does he say union though, just to kind of get that dig in there from the Civil War? I th- oh yeah, definitely. You know? So it, it's. A, uh, I think it's a mix of both. Man. This is when mm-hmm. um, Southern rock band Leonard Skinner wrote their 1973 hit "Sweet Home Alabama" in reply. Ooh. 
Um, they state, I hope Neil Young will remember a Southern man. Don't need him around anyhow. And this is Young later wrote of Alabama. Um, it richly deserved the shot Leonard Skinner gave me um, with their great record. Yeah, I don't I like my Mike, words Mike when Mike I listen to it. They are accusatory and condescending, not fully throughout, and too easy to misconstrue. Yeah, so that's why I was asking the sarcastic thing. So he, he called them condescending, and that's kind of the feeling I get too, where it's like, come on, Alabama. You know, or come on, south. You know, southern, yeah. um, southeastern United States. Can I see you and shake your hand? You know, can you just? You got one one wheel in the ditch and one on the track. Right. You're not yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. Being like this. Yeah, that's you know? that's a good way. Like, yeah, your Cadillac has got a yeah. So it's like a twofold. Right. You're you're you got a Cadillac, but you got one wheel in the ditch. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like it's he's probably saying you know there's a lot of beautiful stuff it's a beautiful country right where southern man had was a blanket statement yeah and yeah. that's what's got i got kind of pissed off skinner a little bit i wouldn't say pissed off because they had a mutual admiration but it was like not everybody in the south is like that Neil. right you know but he had to this is why i mean double down he had to know after southern man and the reception it received writing a song called alabama was gonna get it was gonna get misconstrued do you know if if he wrote it that way? Do you know what I mean? Like he had right. to know that. Yeah, he just doesn't give a fuck. Well, that that's yeah. something he he believed in strongly. Yeah, no, it's, I'm not. I a I lot, love of, that. lot of critics said it was redundant because he had already did Southern Man. Yeah, and so he's writing another song about okay, you know, what's going on. Okay, Southern. Alabama or Southern Man? Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Big yeah. time. I just think the lyrics are are way better musically too. It just yeah. fucking rocks, and I love Southern Man, but like Alabama just. But like, what's wrong with writing? More than one song about nothing, not you know, a, nothing, not a racial thing. inequality and injustice. Not a goddamn thing. You at know, all. there's like guys like Bruce Coburn who you know, yeah, made dozens of great albums just on that. Don't tell Luke know? how that last name is spelled, though. I know, because then it'll yeah, mm, it'll boy. get him going. Well, it's also music. Music <laughs> critics are for the most part fucking garbage. So I mean, well, at that time, Bruce, they do you know how Bruce Coburn's last name is? Stop it, I, tr- I you're even just, now I you're gave just you the chance to move. Happen. I gave you the chance we're, to move we're along. We're moving on. Yeah, we're moving enough. Stop. God, sweet <laughs> home Adamora. No, we're not doing that. No, I I I go Alabama over Southern Man musically yeah. and lyrically. And I love the that fucking uh, that like that rant that fucking ramp e thing he does with in the solo in this one that yeah so this is one this is a song where remember how you said on after the gold rush you'd cut the songs that we shall not bring up again yes thank but you for like to extend solos on yeah. on uh on southern man or and, uh, and, and oh lonesome me lonesome just to me it. yeah yeah i would do that i don't know if i'd cut anything but like this song it's short and to the point which is great but like that one break in the middle if he wanted to, he could have fucking. And you know what? I scream. I listened to Tuscaloosa while listening to this because it's the same band. It's part of the archives release, and um, I was expecting some jams. Yeah, he doesn't. But it's not Crazy Horse. Yeah, right. Exactly. So you're not going to uh, get. Yeah. That's the thing about these Nashville session guys. They're great, but they're not. They don't jam I think like the only Crazy time Horse. You get those can. jams is with Crazy Horse or with Promise of the Real. Yeah. He gets a little jammy on words. At the end of the album, yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. we'll get there. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I, I, so the transition from Alabama, the way it kind of ends with go the to the end and then, just, and then play into the next one if you can. Um, I can do it on my phone though. No, I you got can just it. Do that. It's, 
Sounds better. That Stop way. it, Russ. We have the Stop. That way we have the sound. It's just a chord. It fades out slow. You can hear that barn, too. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, it just kind of bleeds so, right in that. And it's crazy how well that 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 uh, transition is because this is a live performance. Yeah. It's a totally the, different place. This was the only song that came out of that first double live acoustic album he wanted to do, and then he scrapped because he did this. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, this, and that was, and that song is just so, like, it, again, when this came out, they called Alabama redundant, and they called... Needle and the damage done, preachy. Jesus, really? And it's like, okay, the guys, Fuck music critics, the guys' dude. best, one <laughs> of the guys back then, one of the guys' best friends, Danny Witten, was killing himself slowly yeah. with heroin, and he and he saw it happen. All like everything in that song is absolutely true. It's taken from firsthand experience. It's heart wrenching. Yeah, and then, unfortunately, I this sing is the song. the song because I love the man. Yeah, I know that's that why. Some of you won't. Literally, he says, "I yeah. know that some of you won't understand." Right. You know, like it's it's a very per- and you don't understand when you read whatever, about it, thing. it's supposed to be like not just for Danny, but kind of for a lot of people who. Well, it's were, a warning. Yeah, but I, I mean, think, think about what heroin has done to some of the greatest, not just artists, oh, yeah. greatest people, people you may know personally. Yeah, you know, think about what it's done. It's it's a cautionary tale, as they yeah. say. It's it's like, hey, this is not this is not the way to go. Yeah, you know, Charlie Parker was great, but look what look what it did to him. Yeah, yeah, jeez. Every you know. junkie's like a setting song. Holy shit. Yeah, pretty much, man. Dude, you know, let's that's just what read, it ends up. I feel like that's we should what just it ends read up. the whole fucking song. It'll take me like two seconds. No, it won't. It'll take you like <clears throat> two minutes, 35 seconds. I'll, I'll do it in my computer voice. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't no, do don't that. don't fucking do I'll, that. I'll, I'll mute do your mic. Do, I'll, I'll mute your I'll mic. throw a bottle at your head. <laughs> I'll do it in my mic shoe voice. <laughs> no. I caught you knocking at... I can't do it in my mic shoe voice. That's I caught you knocking at my cellar door. I love you, baby. Can I have some more? Ooh, ooh, the damage done. I hit the city and I lost my band. I watched the needle take another man. Gone, gone, the damage done. I sing the song because I love the man. I know that some of you don't understand. Milk, blood to keep from running out. I've seen the needle and the damage done. A little part of it in everyone, but every junkie's like a set and sun. Fucking yeah, so he's saying we all have something. Yeah, yeah we man. all have a, a darkness. It's back to the old s- laughing lady, right? A little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, everybody's got their something, but with Danny, with this particular person in this right. song, it's it's heroin. <clears throat> and, and that I I hit the city and I lost my band. That actually happened. He got there, right. and then um, he couldn't do Kirby. Ralph. Yeah. Uh, or no, who was it? Billy, Billy Talbot? Yeah, Billy took took Danny out to get heroin, and Neil <laughs> found out and said, "That's it. I'm done with you guys. You know you can't Shit, do that." You yeah. Know, yeah. You know, and it's it's just, I think it's just one of his best songs, one of his greatest songs. Yeah, ever. it's definitely top. It's top ten. Oh God, yeah. And it's it's. I know it's kind of an ode, like an ode to everyone who struggles with that shit. But you can tell this one's personal. Like oh, that line, for sure, I, man. I, I sing the song because I love the man. Like he, that's there on purpose. Like he's writing about Danny. So, and how do you guys interpret "milk blood" to keep from running out? Do you think that means like uh, how how do you interpret that? That you'll you'll do you'll do anything to get yeah. that next fix. Yeah. That's what I interpret yeah. it as. You'll you'll do what it takes. You'll sell shit. I just shit. didn't you'll know if that yourself. was I didn't know if that was a particular thing to like the habit. 
is that like does that mean you're like donating blood and did they get paid for that back then or oh, is I don't it know. is it yeah, like a, is like it a, a certain tactic they use when they're getting high is it you know what i mean like where they drain their like is you know what i mean i don't is or is he saying because you keep draining your veins and or is it like don't go to the cum i'm not going to cum jeez I was going to say, you know how, like, weed has, like, kind of fun names for certain strains? Maybe, like, there's a strain of heroin called milk blood. But he says to keep from running out. Yeah. Oh, okay. You yeah. Know, so, to me, that's, like, you'll do anything. I think you it's, know, like... You'll, 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 you'll give your own blood. Yeah, totally. To, Not to get that next fix. S- slightly funny side story. Artie, Artie Lang, hilarious, also known heroin abuser. Yes. When he slipped the second or third time, I don't know if you heard this story, he was just on the street looking to buy some... And the guy didn't know who he was, and he. I, apparently, there are different names for heroin, and one of them was called the Artie Lang. Yeah. Did you hear this? Oh, yeah. No, but I that's when you that. know you're just when there's a heroin named after you, <laughs> and when you lose your nose, it's time yeah, when to when you beat lose him. your nose. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I do love Artie. Though. Too much cocaine. Yeah. He, yeah. dude, that whole the, the whole story of him and crashing is, yeah, is wild. Yeah. Just show crashing. Yeah. Because Pete Holmes is like one of my favorites, and I that's listen, a great show. Yeah, I listen good. to his podcast like all the time, and and like he, you know, they t- they talk about when they were making that show, and and Art, they, it's weird because it's in, so when it's Artie in disappeared, the show, did he really disappear? In the show. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't it's just like for the a show. Weird, it's he like a synchronicity. Yeah, it's yeah. like a weird thing where the, it's like this storyline of him like, and that happened in the show. Yeah, too. you know what? You could be a stand-in for Leaf, no problem. I'll take it. Oh, holy shit, George! Holy shit, he's Leaf. He Look really at him, man. Oh, totally what's Leaf. that guy's name? George. Something. He was also in. He's um, hilarious. He's so funny. He's fucking Smilf. Hilarious. Did you ever see that show in Showtime? No, he I played, watched uh, like her, one episode. He yeah. played uh, her landlord in Smilf, but he was like a Chechen or something. He had an accent. I couldn't do. He fucking... looked the same though. I when I see him, I was like, "That's Leaf," but he's got an George accent. George Basil. That's his. Yeah, name. he's yeah. hilarious. Smilf in concept seemed great, and then I think it was I watched the pilot and what's her name, Rosie O'Donnell's. Horrible Boston accent was too much. Oh, for I me. thought she was like one of the best parts of that show. Really? Though. Oh, oh yeah. Her it seemed great in concept. So it's bad. called Southie Mother. I'd like to fuck. What in concept makes that seem good? What doesn't? It's. You, did you see it though? No. She's a mess. Rosie. It's, no. Or the, the, the main lead character. Actress. Yeah. Lead actor. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Know. Anyway, let's I, talk I, about I never Neil. Watched it. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, this is. To me, this is another one of those like. Just. Token Neil, this is like, a holy this shit. This is a song. thing. This is a neat. Like to me, this is one of those. You think of Neil, you think of this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. signature tune, definitely. <clears throat> Which again, this album, we're already batting three. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, and then the not to bring up transitions for the fucking fifth time. Do it again. The transition from this into words is my favorite. Because you don't... I don't know what else there is to say about this fucking... Well, because this was recorded live and you don't... If you're listening, you don't know it until the very end that it was recorded live. live. Then you hear... Yeah, it's awesome. Great transition. Let's see. See if Drunky... It's like it interrupts the applause into right away we're all starting together. I love the piano on this. This is another one of another one of those. That's Neil on piano. Yeah. I love that. Uh, this. I feel like I'm in the barn. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. You can yeah. fucking this song. Yeah, in that's another thing that sound does. You're like surrounded by it. Yeah. It's very very live. It's like you're standing What's his name? in the Elliot, middle. Right? He, Elliot, right? He captured that so well in, yeah. in this song in particular. Alabama, I feel like has has such a uh, uh, it it like you said, it's so particular to Alabama to like like you can do this, you know that sort of like right. Well, I was saying that he he just I think he picked Alabama because so much stuff happened there, like in right. you know, the, the civil rights movement. <laughs> began there with Rosa Parks and right. you know and uh, and um in Montgomery it was the it was the the church bombing and you know so but I think he was using Alabama just to say hey yeah, that's southern what I mean. america he's taking like a specific thing so I feel like a, I don't want to say that anything gets lost nothing gets lost in Alabama I I what I'm trying to say I think is that in words uh because it's because it's not such a like um particular and heavy topic you can feel more of that production that like uh when i say production i mean that like raw that the Mm -hmm. choices they made that we've already talked about as far as like you know the the barn sounds being the 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 nature's all those things being um right the no compression yeah all that stuff like getting the the pa monitor and the echo and the and all that stuff the no headphones everything like that like in this song i feel it a lot more and i i i fucking this is sneakily one of my favorite songs same, off the same album. really love it. i love how cryptic it is and it's the same Lyrically, to me like dude as a last trip to tulsa is like the stripped down version but this one it's so cryptic and cool sorry go ahead no go uh, you were saying it's well i i just like to me it's it's like uh he's just talking about the meaningless of it uh, meaninglessness of everything and uh well of his of like of his world, like of, of, of his worldview of, of the of whole his, world in general, his celebrity and of the celebrity. He has that whole thing. Oh, people yeah. come say hello. They're bringing me gifts, or even just like how much. And I mean, we're doing it too. Like we're putting all this stock into songs, and it's. I mean, it's my whole life. I fucking love a good song, but when you really break it down, like the how he starts off, like someone and someone. What's we're the down line? by the pond? We're they down. were looking for something to plant in the lawn. Yeah. He just, he just. I just love that he starts it off, th- th- this song off with someone and someone. Yeah, because that is because we're just someones. That's what I mean. And it's no. So- I think he's he's referring to to pe- particular people that are trying to start something. Really, this is that when I mentioned okay. the beginning, there's this thing of paranoia going through. You know, and the, and it's he's pretty blatant about it. And a man needs a maid in those first lines. My life has changed so much, you know, recently, and I don't know who to trust. And I think this was him. This song is him talking about probably why he moved to Redwood and got out of Southern California to huh. Pega Canyon in Los Angeles because someone and someone were down by the pond and they were planting something, some kind of friggin' rumor or or something. And I'm sick of that shit. You know, huh. words in between the lines of age. Okay. You know, I had a totally just, different that's, interpretation. That's what I thought. I, no, I, I can see that. Yeah. I, I. But again, I think this. I mean, it it's blatant right in our faces in this first line of like uh, like you just said looking for something to plant in the lawn and then he says out in the fields they were turning the soil and like again I I, what, I I'm the re, this album is called Harvest right and yeah. and, and I've, I feel like I've made a, a pretty good point of showing no, in each song how that keeps coming up yeah and and like how he he is so focused on that 
in each of these songs and in and in this album as a whole that that turning the soil mining for gold you know mm-hmm. like um and and to what you were saying i i didn't really take that necessarily paranoia perspective of it but i i totally see it now that you say it um but i also think like what luke what we talked about the other day and you made a point about like just that like sort of meaninglessness of like you just like it's just words and like that goes to to like back to what we were talking about with um are you ready for the country and like where he says like um it it's not a crime you know you know you got to tell your story like that it's the game you know right. like i think it's a mix of kind of what you're saying like that well, particular maybe, maybe. paranoia and then also like it, you know it's 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 those words it's just it's just words it's just it, and and it but it's it's that in between you know because we talked about the duality um it, with like with the, the line um uh the mountain in the city, uh, and, or well, the preacher and the preacher and, and, and the hangman yeah. And, yeah. and that whole thing. And then I think what he's saying here is like, but all that's happening, all I'm doing is is bringing you words, uh, but it's all in between. You know what I mean? Like in between the lines of yeah, age. That's, that's that's where the real meaning is. That's what I'm saying. There's yeah. the duality, and then there's the in between. There's the yes and. You know what I mean? Mm. There's like the there's the the black white, and then there's the gray. There's the, there's uh, fucking Neil, man. There's just that like fucking Neil. There, it, we get we're such a dualistic, we're such a binary society, and and Neil, I think, is really trying to shine a light on like, yes, that exists and that's real, and I've experienced that, and we all experience that. But the real shit is in between those lines. You know what I mean? In between that yeah. duality, See, I, it's I, I, in between the lines of age, and 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 uh, you know, I don't know. I I think it's it's more of him talking about how he's not part of the scene that everybody thinks he's part of. And I think he's also answering his critics who trashed, you know, his first three albums and trashed this one and trashed this one. Yeah. And he's just, you know, saying, you know, it's words, you know, if I was a junk man selling you cars, washing your windows and shining your stars, thinking your mind was my own in a dream. And what would you wonder? And how would it seem? That's what we're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we've done for the last four podcasts. Yeah. You know, that's... Shining his star. Yes, we are. This is, you know, that's kind of like what we're doing. Yeah. You know, and he's going, fucking asshole. We're not it's just doing... Words. I, don't think, I don't feel like we're doing that, though. I, no, we, no, because we, we're saying what we, we don't we've like. We've been also. real. Yeah, yeah right. we've been very real. So I, yeah. I, I, I love how ecclesiastical this song is. And it's, Whoa. Well, that's the... Back in my youth pastor days, but like... That book of the Old Testament, it's like God gives Solomon all this wisdom and he writes the Proverbs, but he, everyone forgets he wrote the book of Ecclesiastes, which is like, it's just dark. It's just like he's the whole, it's like a short book of the Bible, but it starts off with him saying meaningless, everything is meaningless. And it just like, that's the vibe I get from this song, but not in a negative way. Like it, to me, it's like he's seeing how much. He's he's lived this life now in California and touring and he's been a musician and he's written all these songs and he's seen good reviews and bad reviews and re- I think he's like this song to me it's like they're just words like they're just in their at their incredibly powerful but at the same time they're just fucking words. Well yeah because it says like when when we the, the song starts with what we already said the uh, someone and someone and then it goes to and I said uh the uh 
out in the fields turning the sto- uh, soil, and then he says, I'm sitting here hoping this water will boil. Like, that's just him sitting there being like, I'm just... I don't care what you're saying Yeah, out there. and then, then the next line after that yeah. is, when I look through the windows and out on the road, they're bringing me presents and, and saying, saying hello. hello, and that's exactly what I feel like you're saying here, Luke, is like yeah. all these people saying all this shit. It's and, not real. And, and it's just words. It's just yeah. words. The, it, Stones, the Stones had a great line in their song, Moonlight Mile. And Luke said, hates the Rolling Stones. Do you really hate the Rolling Stones? No, I actually don't. I love then the that, Stones. I really would punch you. In the <laughs> no, I actually, I actually, no, I can't say that. But I love the Stones. Well, in Moonlight Mile, they have a great line. It says, "The sound of strangers sending nothing to my mind. Just another mad, mad day on the road." Yeah, yeah. And oh, I think damn. this is very similar to that, where it's like people are coming by and saying hello, but it's like, do I know? Do I really like when you meet somebody famous? Yeah. You know, and you you walk like say you met Neil Young, right? And you walk up to Neil Young and go, Neil, you're awesome. And he's like, yeah, okay, thank you. And then what? Then what do you say? Yeah. Because yeah. you, you realize then you don't know each other. Yeah. You don't know Neil Young. Yeah, right. Like you haven't like, you know, driven in a car with Neil Young for eight hours. You haven't like, yeah. you know, slept over Neil's house. I mean, you again, don't got to keep rubbing it in, but yeah. <laughs> again, it's the, it's the in between, in between those right. lines of age. How, what is what is that? How does that? What does that interpret? The, yeah, lines, the of, lines age, of age. That's that's something. Also, I, I want to fucking ra- I want to rag on Luke. I was going to bring it up I anyway, wanna, but go I ahead. I want to donkey balls Luke real quick because he was like, "What do you think that means when he says lines of eight? Oh no! I was like, did Come you on. really? I did. I did. And then Russ pointed out, you know, it's in the title of the song, right? I'm like, yeah, well, no, but I love when I thought it was the lines of eight. <laughs> it's in the let me tell you why. It is. It's in let me tell you why I. You know, let me tell you why I wanted to believe it was words uh, between the lines of eight, because the fucking the tempo switches. Oh, it's like a waltz. Yes, yeah. but it start. It, I mean, the when he's singing, it's four four, yeah. and then it goes to I think it's like eleven eight. Or some weird fucking the boom 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 boom. I think that's eleven eight. I'm pretty sure. But like, if if it is eleven eight, then I'd that would have, be I'd a fucking cool interpretation. But it doesn't matter anyway because he's not saying the lines of eight. <laughs> so it's fucking nice try, Luke. Damn it. That was it's okay. Luke. Good run. Whatever. That was you a good can play run. that part though, so we can hear what you're talking about because I I like that where that he transitions Hold on, because me. it goes. They pull out the age. They pull out that yeah. that word between lines of lines of age. Well, the next one. This guitar. Who's singing back up there? Because this is Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I yeah. Think. No, it's like it's not all like. I think it is. No, here, hold on. Yeah, it's I, just oh, maybe it's Stills just and maybe it's Nash. just gro- no. Yeah, it's just Stills and Nash. Is it? Yeah. He told Crosby to and fuck then, off. Um, because it's because his mustache was never, too much. It's never all three of them. It's only In two of album? them singing oh, back okay. and, and one song or the other. Okay. Yeah. No, there's a. I, I was a huge emo kid in high school. I loved Pedro the Lion, but he he has a super like depressing song at the end of a concept album about a husband that cheats on his wife the wife finds out and kills the husband but the last song is called rejoice and it's just one sentence but strung out over long droning uh noises but it's, it's just wouldn't it be so wonderful if everything was meaningless but everything is so meaningful and most everything turns to shit rejoice <laughs> and i get the i get not in a depressed i get the opposite vibe for this song 
where he's saying it's it's all meaningless. It's all just words, but it still can kind of hit you. It can still don't throw away what you're feeling when you hear it. I don't know. I don't know. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. So like still like the words don't mean anything, but it's okay to have to be like to have feelings about it, to be emotional about yeah. it, to take it personally or to and that they don't ma- let it make you angry. Well, well, the paradox of it, they don't mean anything if you don't want them to, but if you do, they can mean the whole fucking world, I guess. I don't know. I also just love too that I I think the way that I'm one of my interpretations. Well, what what when you when you hear him say age here, do you think he's saying like age as in like ages as in That's like, what I get, kind of. Like like uh, time. Yeah, like the stone age or whatever, or do you think he means like age as in the sense of like how a human perceives time through being one to, you know, 90 he, or like the lines on your face as you get older kind of a thing. That's exactly right. when that, I first heard this or like tune. The that's lines, what I thought. The it lines was. Yeah. On, I, yeah. I, I see it as like the lines on a road are you know cuz earlier he talks about the they were um uh look through the windows and out on the road. Right. Um and then And that's what you're seeing. Yeah, and then he yeah. also talks about junk man and selling you cars and and like all that stuff. And so like I sort of, I I get that too the lines on your face and I think that that is also applicable but I'm I'm thinking like you know humans are so linear in our understanding mm-hmm. of time which we know scientifically is not actually how time works but like that's just how we perceive it right it's these lines on this road and it's going in this one direction right all right all right all and, right and like um <laughs> you just got to keep on living man <laughs> yeah there you go L I V I high school girls man <laughs> yeah but uh he, he, I feel like that line, man, of of between the lines of age. I think he's saying, like, you know, that 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 perspective uh, of of this straightforward sort of um, view of of like we live and we die, which yeah, in a, in a sense is true, but at the same time, back to that non dual um, sort of uh, mystical sort of viewpoint of reality is that in between that there are there is so much depth and mystery and and words are a part of that like you said Luke but also they can just be nothing yeah. it's just it's just a concept it's just all just these things these sounds that humans have formulated together to try to communicate mystery yeah. you know like we think this is a table but it's not it's you know it just is it it's just it's just it, it's just a thing it's just mystery reality tabling you know like just like we're we're mystery humaning you know like and and so i think in a way that that's what what he's saying here is that in between like that straight right down the road you're born sure. and, you, and you die like in in between there there's words and there's suffering and there's mystery and there's misery and and there's people that are going to tell you that you're great. And then there's there's kings in their castles that are going to laugh at you. And, you know, yeah. there's people that are going to come polish your line. star. And, like, people are going to bring you presents, what they mm-hmm. think of as presents, when really you just want your fucking water to boil so you can, you right. know what I mean, make the shit that you pulled from the lawn or whatever. Like, just trying to make some rice. It's all there, man. It's all in this fucking soup. I do know? love that we, we all have listened to this song 30 plus times and we all got something pretty yeah. different out of it, which is pretty cool. And like I think they all correlate. Yeah. Man. Uh, man, I had another point, but I, I don't think I'm going to find it. But I, I just think that this song is, is it might be my favorite off this album. All right. Well, let's let's go top three then right now. 
Oh, I got to go first? I can go first if you want. I got them written down. Do you? Yeah, go first then. Uh, This was really tough for me because I fucking love Alabama, but I didn't put it in my top three because I I really like Old Man. I just think it's a great song. So I went three Old Man. Words was my second. And my number one, I just love Out on the Weekend. I just think it's a fucking great song. Number one? That's my number one off this record. Go ahead. What do you guys got? You want me to go? Yeah. All right. Uh, I got to say number three is uh, Alabama. Uh, number two, Old Man. And it's a tough one between Needle and the Damage Done and Harvest. For really? One. Harvest? Yeah. Huh. Seriously, I love Harvest. Like, the more yeah. and more I listen to that song, the more and more I fall in love with it. But the Needle and the Damage Done is just so – maybe it's because I just know the story. Yeah. You know, that like, we're familiar with the story, and it's just – Yeah. He just nails it. You know, I don't know. But I, I'll go with Harvest. I love okay. that tune. I think it's great, even though it's about semen. Russ, what about you? <laughs> Shit, man. I think it would be – and I never would have said this before until doing this podcast and listening to this album so many times where words has just fucking wrecked me. Oh, I also really want to quickly – maybe you can play it. We heard it a little bit. But I love that after he goes, singing words, and then you hear – and then you hear – yeah, it's like he has that he, little like jagged yeah, thing. Like, yeah, there's like he does two hits. Yeah. Like there's yeah. the first one that's like, and then there's the, oh, it's so yeah, good. But nice. anyway, uh, oh man, needle in the damage done is the one. It's like I think I think it would be, fuck, it's so hard because I want Al really struggling with this, which is I know, great. dude. It, it's a hard one for me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. There's a hard one for I'm Neil. I'm gonna go old man. That's why I wrote harvest. Stop I'm going to go old man, needle, words. Wow. Words is one? Okay. Yeah. What would you cut? Uh, there's a world. Really? I think we agree there. Yeah. Uh, I might, after your Disney unless, analogy. Unless he got the guy who does Jiminy Cricket to sing it, <laughs> then I'd keep it. I honestly might agree with you guys on that. I originally wrote Harvest. No way. But I, only because it's not my favorite, but you know what? I'm I'm scrapping that. I'm gonna agree with you. There's a world. Wow, this is crazy. Or, yeah. This has never happened. Synchronicity, baby. Wow. All right, let's sign the fuck off of this one. Well, I All just right. wanted to to uh, also say like, if you are listening and you get frustrated or call call in, leave a message. Like, yeah, yeah, you can do that you on can Anchor. Post. You we can had one ask us during what, the you recording. Can tell of us this. if there's things you want us to bring up in the next. Like, right. It's really simple, guys. We're going chronologically. You yeah. know, like you know what the next album's yeah. gonna be. Fucking go look into it if you know it. Yeah. Right. Go go figure out what you want us to talk about. You know, right. like let us know beforehand so we can bring it up. Yeah. Like we're we're down to have you guys be a part of this experience. So if we you're may bring in some guests at some I point. I think we should bring in guests yeah. for sure. Yeah. Josh Dolan definitely wants to hop hop in one. Oh, the guy who has no idea who Neil <laughs> yeah. is. Be kind Thought of, he was a president. That'd be kind of fun yeah. though. He's on Mount Rushmore, Josh. You know what we um, should do? We should give Josh. We should be like, Josh, we're gonna cover this album next week, and just give him a Neil Diamond album and oh, see if he notices. He probably wouldn't even notice. <laughs> yeah. we just, well, like Russ says, we'd lo- look. Uh, we'd like to have your feedback, or you know, like to interact with you. You can do that. Uh, the Long May You Young Facebook page is up there. Yep. Um, you, we're on Twitter. Podcast, Long May You Young. On Instagram. Long May You Young podcast on Instagram. The Long May You Young Twitter. Um, also we are, uh, I post stuff on the Neil Young Reddit. 
Cool. Oh, on nice. There. Good idea. A lot of yeah. people seem Sick. to be uh, liking the podcast more There's so the theme song. There's got to be a the Facebook group we can. We should. We should. Have... Well, there is a Long May You Young group I set up. Okay. okay. So okay. we should like look into the other Facebook groups that are yeah. Neil. I've invited. I've posted some stuff on some of them. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So guys, the next album is Time Fades Away. Right. This is the album Neil Young disowned. At yeah. Really? One point. Yeah. So okay. it should be interesting. Although I don't necessarily agree with him. Okay. Because he thought he, this was this the, has that journey through the past song yeah. which we mentioned, and it was a really really session. crazy time that we'll get into. A lot of terrible yeah. things happened. I'm very excited about this next yeah. one because I'm so. I'm this I'm I'm very as, unfamiliar, I'm not as with, familiar this with this album either. And these past four I've known I've known pretty well. In this one, yeah. I don't know. So but. just keep in mind, he attained huge huge stardom with Harvest. Now he's trying to destroy that. With like, like the next four albums. This is his metal machine music. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I wouldn't say it's that. No, that was definitely Ark. Yeah. Um, or was it Weld? No, it was Ark. I don't know. You know, the live album Weld. Yeah. It had a companion album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ark, which was all I just don't know feedback. Which Wait, that Neil yeah. did? Yeah, and it was all just one long sixty-minute thing of feedback. I had no idea about. Oh yeah, this. man, I got it. Huh. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Yeah. So that's what we're tackling next. Time fades away. Make sure you subscribe. Yep. And rate us and if give you, us comments can I on make Apple. One more yeah. Comment about I brought up the guitar and I, I had written in my notes that I just wanted to say too that you know how uh, Jimi Hendrix gets a lot of like there's no one like him as far as his guitar playing. I think Neil should get that same credit. Absolutely. When you hear Neil yeah. play guitar, it's that same thing. No one plays guitar like Neil. It's it's fun listening to the evolution of his playing. Totally. Too, from the yeah. very beginning yeah. to like most recently. But I just I wanted to quickly make that comment. Right. But thank you for listening, everybody. Yes, thank you very much. And uh, next time it's uh, yeah, it's the album Neil Disown. This should be an interesting conversation. We will see you next time on Long May You oh, Young Podcast. Thank you for listening, everybody. All right, bye. I am fucking, my brain is a noodle right now.